What's going on, everybody? This is the UWO Podcast. My name is Brian Lopes. I know you're usually used to hearing Mr. Kyle Chapman, our mediator, the host with the most, the most diabolical hater this side of the Mississippi, do the introduction. But the reason why on this audio format you're going to hear a little bit of a different introduction was because yesterday was the very first time that we, the UWO Podcast, myself, Kyle Chapman, And Mr. Eddie Ortiz, we went live on Facebook. Yes, we were on Facebook Live. We now have a Facebook page. If you search UWO Podcast on Facebook, you can like our our page and give us a little shout out and tune into the weekly shows. We usually record our shows on Wednesday and we usually stream it now every week live at about, I want to say 10, 10 30-ish, depending on whenever the guys decide to show up. But uh, there was a little, since it was our first time actually doing the show, there was a little mishap with the audio cues, because yes, we did add music. Don't worry, there will be music added on to the next podcast when it comes into audio form. So a really quick rundown of what you guys did miss. It really wasn't much. It was about the first two minutes where we did our introductions. Kyle Chapman, Eddie Ortiz, and myself, Brian Lopes. And... From there, we started off on the topic. The topic that you're going to hear once the podcast actually begins, when you hear all three of our voices, will be a question that Kyle asked about what we thought was going on with the AEW press conference that occurred last week. Um, We're going to jump right into it. You're going to start hearing Mr. Eddie Ortiz begin. He's giving his ideas and his thoughts on the program, and he's currently in mid-conversation talking about the networks that are actually interested in it you may hear a little bit of music that's left over but just so you guys know we knocked it out the park i hope you guys enjoy and listen and now follow us on facebook uwo podcast and now without any further ado kyle chapman myself and mr eddie ortiz let's get it you know hopefully i'm here in alternative broadcasting is in the running so is uh paramount network apparently is in the running and I've also heard that even the CW network has been interested. So, you know, there's three there's three names out there. So hopefully we'll see what happens. I apologize for the Samoa Joe thing still playing, but we are live. You guys can hear us now. Should be all golden. Can y'all hear us yet? Press one if you can hear us. Press two if you can't. Press three if you like chicken. It worked last time. Barbecue. Deep or fried. Barbecue. This is our first the theme is gone. The theme is gone. I know you guys are a couple seconds behind, but the theme is gone. Can they hear us? How do you know? Can you hear us? One, One and three. All right, Gabe. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Gabe, man. I love At you. At least somebody's Gabe, you're the man. You're the man. <laughs> All right, but let's just start. I don't know if you guys heard, but um, AEW. AEW sold out MG, uh, MGM Vegas. Less than what was it? Four minutes. Four minutes, four Gen minutes. Pop. Four minutes. You know, they sold out in pre-sales. So, what does that tell you? They sold out faster than any wrestling show going there. What does that tell you? That's like but, WrestleMania time, man. Okay, I, I understand they're not, oh, big, the big, bad corporate, you know, WWE. They're still coming up. People are hating. People are going to hate. So, let you all hate. But, they're coming. They have... Turner Broadcasting Network's interested. Yeah. The CW Network, I heard, was interested. So is Paramount, with, aka the old Spike TV. Access mm-hmm. is a sponsor. You know? So, what, they're going to get picked up. Somebody's going to give them a shot. 
You know, so hopefully, my estimates, you know, putting a TV show together and everything like that, you got to get production, you got to get all that other stuff, all that behind the scenes stuff together. So maybe by the end of the year, we'll have something on TV. You know, hopefully by the beginning of next year, who knows, they'll start off with some big pay-per-view event or something like that. They could probably, but at the, at the event. Yeah, as of right now, what they're doing is it's perfect. This, the name's still out there. Yeah. Everybody's still talking about them. Mm-hmm. They haven't even put on a show yet and people still talking about them. They put on a press conference that's probably the most viewed thing, most viewed press conference in history. Like, so, uh, they didn't even announce the roster. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, they, they, they're going on self-promoting, pretty much. Self-promoting, Facebook, t- social media. That's, what that's how they're doing this thing. You know, and these people are signing for one-year contracts. A lot of people are like, oh, they're sign- these talents are signing for maybe a year, a few. No, these are long-term contracts they're signing. They're sign- people are signing for years. They're not going in there for one and done. They're trying to be in there for the whole haul and everything. And what's good about what the AEW is doing is they're letting their talent still explore other things until time is ready. Yeah. Until the time comes where they have to appear for a TV show, they can still do their New Japan, their Ring of Honors, their Impacts, their... their- Indie shows and bring that mm-hmm. fire along with them. Exactly. What's the, what they're doing? You got one of your AEW talents showing up at MLW event. That's promoting AEW yep. right there. Self promoting. Fans are like, oh, well, I'm interested in that after I finish watching this. Mm-hmm. What is WWE doing? They're focusing on signing more and more talent to stop everybody else. Pretty much. I think they just got smacked in the face too with that Omega declination. Dude. Mm-hmm. When they declined, that was probably a wake-up call. Like, all right, these guys probably... Uh, that that was the worst-kept secret in wrestling. <laughs> oh, easily. <laughs> that was the worst-kept secret in wrestling. Well, everybody was waiting for the show to the Royal Rumble, though. They're like, if he's in there by the Royal Rumble, he's not going to go. Yeah, exactly. That's what, everybody, that's what I said, too, in past episodes. If he doesn't show up at the Rumble, then he's, he, he's going to AEW. Yeah, easily. Because what was he going to do, show up at Mania? That could be a surprise entry into the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Oh, God. We know how that goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's start you off right at the... Underneath the bottom. You'll be with the prestigious names of Cesaro, oh, Cesaro. and Matt Hardy. Oh. Did Matt Hardy win one? Huh? Yeah, he won last year's. Show some... Exactly. Was it pre-show? Exactly. Yeah, that is right, man. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think anybody wants to be remembered... For winning that, Cesaro doesn't even mention that. Yeah, Corbin didn't Corbin win? It? He won the, yeah, he won. He won the second one. No, no, Cesaro, Cesaro won the first one. Second one, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then he went from the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal to serving your favorite desserts at TGI Fridays: potato skins, <laughs> <laughs> extra cheese, and bacon. Somebody please get this disgruntled ex employee out of here. <laughs> Why is he still wearing that fucking vest? I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> Right, what you think about that that press conference? Uh, the press conference was awesome. First off, it was uh, it was very entertaining. It was a lot more entertaining than what I see on a Monday night for three hours. And I'm sorry if I'm throwing shade, but it's the god honest truth. Um, I think what they're doing right now with AEW and Cody and the Bucks and Hangman, where they're just creating this buzz, they're showing up everywhere. Mm-hmm. You never know who they're gonna work with. You never know what indie stuff. Hell, the Rhode Island guy, JT Dunn, was featured in the video. So you never know. He might actually get a shot with AEW. Um, you have Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan's been all over the place with them too. They've pretty much been working hand in hand with Joey and pretty much scouting talent. Just please no more Dick Druids. 
Oh, you didn't see the new uh, <laughs> you didn't see the new dick gif that Joey Ryan liked on our on our uh, Twitter, which oh, you can find at UWO four hundred one. But uh, but no, I I liked it. I liked it a lot. I love the fact that they introduced um, newer names, mm-hmm. uh, names that have buzz in the independent scenes that a lot of people really haven't seen, like the whole uh, Sony uh, kiss, the the guy who did the whole twerk thing, the video with the guy oh, smashing his head. Yeah, yeah and they got a lot of controversy. <laughs> horrible first over that. It's a horrible first impression. <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's a horrible first impression. Don't get me wrong, but it's. It's it's one of those things that they're taking a risk, and with a company like this and a time like this, with pro wrestling the way it is and the buzz that they have, you gotta take risks. Like they also signed the uh, the transgender girl, uh, was it Nia Love, the the big girl that came out. Will be riot? No, 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 no. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, she looks more like Tamina. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, they signed her. You got Britt Baker. You got uh, Kaylee Ray. You have um, like a really good women's match coming up for the Double or Nothing pay-per-view. You got the buzz with Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, man. That match pretty much sold the show within itself. And you got the Lucha Brothers versus the Bucks. In the Bucks. That, that so, is going to be fire. <laughs> Pure fire. You know. Is it going to be a Lucha House Party match? Not at all. No, no pinatas. No. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to the Bucks. Because for one, if anybody, anybody who listens, last week I buried the shit out of tag team wrestling. And WWE and Bucks Break came off. out during their press conference and said they're pretty much there to save tag team wrestling. They're going to revitalize tag team wrestling. They're going to make tag team wrestling main event again. Yeah. Not some joke, not some f- comedic freaking pre-show act. Okay, they're there to focus on tag team wrestling again. I can't wait to see what the Bucks because if you talk true tag teams, the Bucks are a true tag team. Definitely. Okay, but yeah, the, you know. Super kicks everywhere, more. <laughs> but what more can you ask for? At the end, you got Kenny Omega comes out. You know, I was more shocked at the fact that he's another executive vice president of that company. They have like nineteen of them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that board meeting's not gonna have like the roster on. No, it, no, no point in signing all your friends to the to the company now. Nah, at least to give them prominent roles and everything. I I, I believe. Like, you I, become I, a vice president. You become a vice president. I, I believe Christopher Daniels is in charge of like talent relations and everything like that. Yep. Uh, Billy Gunn's trainer. Um, Billy Gunn's head trainer. They're 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 hiring everybody right now. Everybody's getting a shot right now. Yeah, but they're at least they're hiring names that actually have like a strong following, who actually do have clout in the wrestling industry. Yeah, that that's one thing I do appreciate about yeah. that is the fact that they're going out and getting established talents and veterans that have been around for years. <laughs> Shout out to Jennifer. She says tag team tag teams die when Sean kicked Marty, Marty <laughs> to the window. <laughs> I will never forget that in my childhood. Oh man, poor that Marty. hurt me as a kid, dude. Man. Man, <laughs> that, that was the first. Man. <laughs> that was one of the first times I ever see someone go through a window. I'm like, son of a bitch, he killed me. That was my first ever experience that was like with the, a heel turn, man. Yeah, that was like the, 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 true, the true tag team. That was the first time I experienced a true tag team turning at each other. Like, and then from there on in, it just became, it became a joke. But, yeah. That, but they were just holding each other's hands up. Man. Exactly. Anybody who was a fan back then was like, no. No. The be- no that the was best- like the ultimate heel right there. The best part of that turn, if you go back and watch the video, was Bobby the Brain Heenan. Saying, look, Marty Jannetty, Soul Skater, Shorty, trying to jump out of the window. That was the greatest line I ever heard. Shout out. Rest in peace. Bobby the Brain, man. Oh, we, what's going on, Brian? We'll get to that. Don't worry. We have that one in our, our little repertoire for tonight. So, And shout out to everybody who's watching right now. Jennifer, Brian, Hi, Jennifer. Gabe, I know you was in here. Yes. Carl. Uh, Thank you for tuning in for our first My girl sister, Joanne. Hello, Joanne. I don't know if you're watching, but be careful because we say some vulgar things. 
Hi, um, Dina. Yeah, maybe we should have clarified that. We are uncensored. We're not PG era here. We We're are, the attitude era here. We okay? are the put your kids to bed. It's 10 o'clock at night. They should be sleeping anyway podcast. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I'm going to light a cigarette as we speak. Yes, I like to smoke when I podcast. Oh. How dare you smoke on live damn feeds? Luckily, they don't Attitude say era. <laughs> that's right. We the attitude era podcast. Shout out to the Sandman. You know what I mean? He actually was on MLW the other day. Yeah, yeah. Him and him and Tommy Dreamer versus Brian Pillman Jr. and uh, I forgot who was the point. I wonder if they're gonna get those extreme guys. I don't know, but honestly, if I was AEW, I would go after the Hart Foundation. No, you gotta understand something. AEW is forming. They also for they're forming unionships, well, partnerships with other organizations. They already teamed up with AAA Wrestling. Mm-hmm. They, if you do not, if you would not have, mind you, I, I was sleeping on this. Oriental Wrestling Entertainment. Told you. I just checked out a few clips on YouTube. These are some crazy little Shaolin monk type wrestlers. Okay, if you if you're bored one day and you want to check out something different, something completely out of the blue in the in the world of wrestling, YouTube some Oriental wrestling wrestling entertainment. These guys can go. I did not know China had this kind of. Well, they're originally they're originally from Japan. Like uh, the guy Shima, I don't know if you, he was yeah. the one that was there at the press conference, the one that has like the tassel shorts or whatever. Him, he's originally from Japan. Him, uh, this guy Yoshino, and another one went over to China and brought that style over there. So they're using like a Dragon Gate USA, Dragon Gate Japan style in China. But the dudes from China are like coming up with newer ways of selling moves and delivering these maneuvers, man. It's going to be something special. And people who don't watch that style of wrestling, you're going to be in for a treat when you see these guys perform, especially in the American soil. These fans are going to pop like crazy for them. Actually, Brian, that was a beat. Actually, (laughs) mine's not. Shout out to Brian watching. New Japan only signs one-year deals with their American talents. Only the gaijins, if you want to put it, the the white people talent. Okay. They their their homegrown talent they sign for multiple years. So yeah, the indie guys, the indie guys that go over there from you know America and from from England and everything, they get the one year deals and everything like that. But yeah, you know it kind of opens them up. It leaves them open for other things because you you know not a lot of guys want to go over to Japan and sign a long term deal when you know their real goal is to try to you know make it big here in the states. You know and vice versa. You know the Japan guys come over here and not a lot of them like to sign long term deals because sometimes they want to go back. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I just love the fact that AEW hasn't even—they haven't even rang a bell yet, and they're already hurting all of the loyalists. And this is the—and this is the part where it does annoy me. And I know that you guys feel the same way because we get a reputation on certain, you know, wrestling groups. Talking to y'all, wrestling uh, <laughs> that we are considered haters and we're AEW loyalists. Think of it like this: if you're starting a business, right? Mm-hmm. Before you even put out a product. You have people buying into it and not just buying into it, selling out of your product before you have even put anything out there. And not only are they selling out, they're selling out in minutes, not days, not weeks, not months, not hours. They're selling out in minutes all in, even though it wasn't a quote unquote Tony Khan AEW venture. Sold out in less than 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And now that they have the AEW label, they have promotion behind it. They have a multi-billion dollar owner that's backing this they sold out in less than four minutes now just imagine when these guys like they're still in the early stages just imagine when they start hitting their stride man and it's not political like wwe it's not like you know it's not force-fed 
it's organic. It's who the fans want to see. If the fans want to see this person, they're going to go out and get this person. They're going to do everything in their power to go out and get this yeah. person. And, and no, that's what uh, I love about it. And what what they're, what they're doing is they're keeping it open-ended so they can work with other other promotions. They can work with other people. They can get other talents to come in and send their talents over, you know? Plus, they're already cool with all the other league's owners, you know? Like the Ring of Honor owner, he's like best friends with Cody. And yep. actually, Carl Bird, Kota Ibushi... Has re-signed with New Japan on a four-year deal. Yes, so he is not coming to AEW. Doesn't mean he won't. Doesn't mean he won't. You know, venture back and forth every now and then because Kenny Omega is also, you know, still open to working with New Japan. He might have. He He also signed with AEW. But he also left it open where he could still go back and work with New Japan. And he put it in his contract still technically New Japan until the end of this month. No, no, no. his contract was done his on the twenty eighth of yeah. January. Oh, okay. he's officially he's a he's officially signed with AEW. Okay. But he, he but he still has it. a working relationship with them. Yeah, he made sure that in his contract he worded it that if he wants to go and do a spot, like say if he wants to go to the G one in yeah. Uh, yeah. in New York, he could actually go and do. He's that. He's going to be at the G one. Yeah. I honestly There's think but he is. Kota Ibushi came out and he said it, he, he announced it to the crowd. He re-signed long-term with them. He's going to be at their Japan Cup and everything. And to tell you the truth, man, if I'm New Japan, I'm hitching my I'm hitching my wagon to him. Oh, yeah. Because that kid is the future of New Japan. I see him as champion. Hopefully not this year. That'd be too fast. You know, next year will be his let him shine. I say for him, let him win the G1 this year and have him be the challenger for whatever title it is. Because in New Japan, in all honesty, a lot of American fans who were getting that buzz were riding the coattails of the Bullet Club, uh, being the Bucks and all them when they were there. Now that New Japan's on its own, it's like, who is their biggest star? Yeah, we do have Okada. And at the same time, the other big name is Ibushi. And I think a lot more people have seen more clips of Ibushi than they have in Okada. And don't get me wrong, I think Okada's a great wrestler. I think he's definitely a top five guy in the business today. But when it comes to, like... High-profile names. The guy's already worked in WWE. Yes, He's Brian. Ooh, Will Ospreay oh, oh, is yeah. the future. Oh, Will Whoever Ospreay can is get the him long-term and build around him. Oh, man. The kid's if, not even 25. Triple H is already calling him. He's tr- not even 25. Trust me. Trust me. That's why they got Ricochet. Because Trust me. If they're not using Ricochet to get that Osprey, WWE is stupid for that move. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. But, yes. Osprey is... Oh, man. I, whoever gets him, that's a that's a... Big signing. And Brian, Brian, I am a very big Naito fan, too. I love Tatsuya Naito. That's one of my favorite oh, yeah. characters. Naito, Naito's got a bright future. Naito's going to be a, a multi-time a, champion over a, there. He's a former, I think, two-time champion already? Yeah, he's going to be a champion again and everything. You know, Ibushi's their future. Naito Okada's their current and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Is he the one better than Jinder Mahal? Oh, they're all better. Oh, why you got to bring up number 14? <laughs> why you got to bring up 14? You know Eddie's still traumatized, right? <laughs> Can't look at a PWI magazine and same again. For, for those of you who don't know, when we were on the Codex Prime podcast, and shout out to Codex Prime for all the love and support. Uh, yes, Victor Amoyo, Carl Bird. What's up? Uh, Carl had a copy of the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Top 500 of 2018. And Eddie, who was number 14 on that list out of 500 14 people? 14 out of 500. 1-4. <laughs> I, I understand that. How do you put Jinder Mahal as 14? 14. 14. 14. Not even 14, like, if you're going backwards and saying he's the 14th, like, worst. you know, worst. No, he's the 14th best. And then, there, then there's all these other names behind him. Yeah, like, Champa. Champa. Gargano. Gargano. Gargano was behind Champa, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, Rich Champa. 
Adam Cole, baby. Yes, Gabe. 14. Jinder oh, Mahal. Man. No, we're not lying. Jinder Out Mahal was number 14. He was the 14th best wrestler they list. Just in case you don't know, after you watch this podcast, go back and watch our uh, podcast we shared with the... Uh, Actually, I should say what we were guests on the uh, Code Edge Prime, and you can see his reaction live. It was priceless. Priceless. Oh. <laughs> when he got there, it was just like... He was like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, Gabe, exactly <laughs> how he was saying it. No, no, it wasn't minus 14. It was legit 14. <laughs> yes, Zack Zaber Jr. Another that, one, another one. Was he like a man of a... Freaking billion holds, and he had a. I've not. Seen the man could put you in a. He had a monster year this year. He was tapping out every. No, he could put you in a hold from another hold through another hold through another hold. I've heard so much. And another hold, he can go. By the time he's done putting you a hold, he's got you in a wrist lock. You're like, wait a minute, he's not enough for my freaking ankles. What the hell happened? No word of a lie. That guy can not let go of you for like ten minutes straight, and you'll be like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Just pure, pure pure chain wrestling personified like he is the embodiment of old school chain wrestling yeah thank you Carl Champa was number 97 oof 97 <laughs> behind Jinder Mahal I'll, uh, Carl's fact checking for us I love it <laughs> okay Jinder Mahal let that name ring a bell to you people Zack Sabre 24 we? I can't remember because we did it so fucking many is he married who? What, gender? Oh, we've done buried him, cemented I think him. You've buried him like twice. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say if not, he's gonna get the first one. Then he might get one tonight. <laughs> uh, but oh, what other news we have about uh, New Japan? Jay White became the new IWGP yeah. Heavyweight Champion. I am completely shocked by that. I, I thought it was gonna be Okada. I woke up and it was the the new beginning pay per view. I guess happened that morning, and I look and I'm seeing photos everywhere of Jay White as new champion. Jay White holding the belt. I'm thinking yeah. that he stole the belt, and it's like no, he actually won the title. I am completely like, huh? There's so many different like people in my eyes that they could have built. I mean, I get it. Jay White has beaten Tanahashi. He yeah. has beat Okada. He has beat Omega. The guy's list from last year is amazing. Like he's defeated everybody, but. Is it really the right time to give him the belt now? That's that's my only concern. Might be, they might be trying to get somebody belt up to the level because they they just lost a lot, man. They did. Many, you know what I mean? They did. And I mean, with the, the G1 coming to New York, it's going to be one of those things. It's like, all right, you do need a really big name. Mm-hmm. But you could have done Okada versus Tanahashi. You could have done Naito versus Tanahashi. Zack Sabre versus Tanahashi. You could have had so many different combinations of people, and Jay White would have not been on my list whatsoever. This could be one of those hands you the keys drive. If you crash, we're going to take it from you. Exactly. That's exactly what they're doing right here. Because it was, in my opinion, too soon Mm -hmm. for him. Yeah. He just started coming into his own, really, now that he, you know, after the whole swerve of chaos and joining Bullet Club and everything. And he... Not really that exposed out there outside of New Japan, really. Not a lot of people in the states know of Jay White that much. Yeah. So especially yeah. not the. Uh, but for what I'm hearing, that the storyline is playing out exactly to what it was supposed to be for Kenny Omega. Anyways, it's supposed to be, you know, in their term, a guy Jin, you know, a, a white guy holding the title, and Okada triumphantly regains it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was like a foreigner, pretty much. Yeah, but. foreigner. So they they kind of rushed it and had to put the belt back on somebody. From outside of New Japan, which the only logical choice, which I think they should have gone with Zack Sabre Jr. 
that would have been nice, but he's British, so I see why they, they went with the American. They went with Jay White. A little too soon. This, you know, we've seen in the past when it's too soon with some people, it breaks them. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you know some people, you know, elevate even further. So hopefully for him, this boosts him up. But I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait and see situation. But from what I'm hearing, he's going to drop the belt eventually back to Okada. I would hope and everything. so. So. Eventually, Okada will. Brian, everybody would put out spray before Jay White. Just, just. That's oh, not, easily, yeah. That's oh, not yeah. Issue, but. yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, let's go on and move on, and uh, let's lose a couple of viewers. Anything good come from Monday Night Raw? <laughs> <sighs> Eddie, Mon- go first. Monday anybody, Night anybody, Raw. Anybody? Come on. Come on. Come on. Give me a good point. You want good? good? Point. One good point. Come on. Come on, this morning. The lighting was great. The lighting was excellent. The lighting, the lighting was, was no, no. I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm interested in to see to seeing how this shit plays out. Am I pissed off that the way it, the whole Becky Lynch and everything and Ronda Rousey thing is playing oh, out? God, yes. There we go. Dude. Okay, because that's the only substance I got out of Monday Night Raw. Okay, we got a little little bit of freaking uh, Seth Rollins. He's gonna sell his soul to the devil. You know. Um, I got a funny feeling he's gonna make he's gonna make an agreement with uh, somebody called Vince. Who? Who? Uh, he might be doing a little handshake. We might be seeing a little <laughs> bit of Vince McMahon out there at the end of WrestleMania shaking hands with Seth Rollins. I hope you, not, man. I don't think so. Guys, you, know, like, you gotta know that that's not working. That's what I'm gonna sell about. my soul to the. If I had to sell my soul to the devil, who's the devil in WWE? We. <laughs> so if you're selling your soul. Unless they unless they swerve us in Triple H and he says, uh, you know, we we lead into a hostile takeover of Triple H, but Jen, <laughs> Jen Dean Ambrose actually went off script in that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I heard he that. Got, too. He got he, a little bit of heat with that. Yeah, he he don't give a fuck. He's like, he's, I'm he's going. Like, he's like, I don't fucking care. I'm just waiting but, for the last episode. He's there. He'd be like, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you yeah, off. It really is." Yeah, yes, Brian. He basically did tell the fans, "Fuck you," you know, with the whole Becky Lynch situation. But this was something that Vince already had planned out months prior, and this is the direction that Vince wanted to go. He actually had to change his plans because he wasn't expecting Becky to get hot. So he's had to. Quite hot. Exactly. <laughs> so he's had to change his plans and everything, and kind of insert Becky. But man, inserting Charlotte, I know, I get it. Everybody's beating, beating around like, oh, it's a story wise, it's money wise, it sells wise. I understand this, but they didn't give Ronda and Becky a chance to sell their match. At all. Them, the hype was real, people. If you're telling me the hype was not real behind that match, then you're just not paying attention. People wanted totally that match in Survivor Series. We didn't get it. We were like, good. Becky's going to win the Royal Rumble. Everybody's looking forward to this at WrestleMania. We all saw it coming. We all saw it coming. The hype was real for it. And to insert Charlotte, I understand she's Charlotte Flair. She's she's royalty. and She's royalty. Mm-hmm. We understand this. But she does not need to be part of everything big. Do you not realize that by inserting Charlotte, you just fucked SmackDown? Pretty much. Because what we're going to get? Carmella versus Oscar or Mania? Hey, oh, hey, I've hey. heard worse. I've heard worse. Oh, yeah. We're here. Uh, Mella's improved, man. Come on. Mm-hmm. Mella's improved, but come on, man. It's, as it is right now, Oscar who? Who? She won the belt and looks like she went back to Japan. And- huh? We can get the Iconics versus... Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. No, but... um. I actually thought there was two good things 
to, to, to kill all the uh, jokes, two good things about Raw. I know you hate him. I know you hate him. But that tag team championship match was actually good. <laughs> it was good. I thought it was a Chad game. Gable's a star. Chad Gable is fucking amazing. Those suplexes were... If like, you do not think great. Jack Gable is a fucking star in the making, then, oh, man, you're just not paying attention. If you... Do you not know how hard it is to do a rolling into a German suplex? A back roll into a German suplex. Uh, I, forgot what, I forgot what Doug Williams and, called. And, and it's called the, a Colossus or the Colossus or something like that. I forget. Uh, when uh, Doug Williams used to do it in Impact. Shit. Damn it, you're going to make me think back when I watched Impact. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. Ah, oh, but the revival. You, they, what else were they going to do? Honestly, after Seth Rollins gave that promotion, they went through three straight weeks of the Lucha fucking... I, I understand why they gave it to them. They're, they're, they're riding the pity party train for them, but come on, man. If this doesn't scream transitional, we all know who's going to be champion soon. The feel-good story that they're building up right now with Zack Ryder and Hawkins. Don't they got to win a match first, though, man? You know, that, gotta, that's the whole... They're building them up slowly. Like, that's going to be the feel-good story. These losers that everybody's written off all of a sudden... Climb back up and win gold. But it's actually going to bring a little bit. I think it's going to bring a little bit of the prestige back to the tag team titles. Only because no, no, Gabe. They're not my boys. <laughs> I give them respect because they, they they are decent in the ring. But I just don't see the prestige that some people be on the revival. They're not a bad tag they're team, not bro. Bad. They are they, not bad. But they're bad if they're in a match. They got to carry the match. Every match I've seen them that the people say, oh, they, they, they lit it up in this match. The other team carried them. You know what? You know what it is? Okay. Like- down in NXT, DIY carried the shit out of them. DIY carries matches. everybody. True. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the, the Lucha House Party matches. They couldn't even carry the Lucha House Party in a match. Who the fuck can? <laughs> the Lucha House Party made them look bad in, in a tag team match. Jesus Christ. Okay. Chad Gable was the star Monday night. He made them look like gold by himself. He made Bobby Roode relevant again. <laughs> Glorious. Glorious. <laughs> they had matching robes. We're waiting for the back. But like I said, motherfucker said Jimmy Wine Guy. I'm the boy. I love yo. Real talk. I love Jimmy Wang Yang when he was part of the Young Dragons. No word of a lie. I love Jimmy Wang Yang. Yeah, Brian. They do need better tag teams. They they need to actually focus on the tag team division. They they have a true tag team in Champions right now. Oh wow. Where the true tag teams at though? They got two. They got three two. Three tag teams on SmackDown in the, the new Usos, one, the New Day, two, and the Bar. Three. Okay, and then you got the slap together wait, world's wait, wait, greatest wait, wait, tag team. No, the 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 greater world's greatest tag team. Yeah, the best tag team in, in the, the world, world, Craig. We all know where that's leading. <laughs> they won't be a tag team past Mania. But then 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 over on McMiz sounds like a McDouble. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I hate that name by the way. I'm sorry. And then you go over to you go over to Raw, AOP. Who? 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 Huh? The Ascension? Huh? Who? Huh? Who? Wait, hold on. Me- remember the B team? Remember those guys? Yeah, your boys. Yeah. They're- go, on, go, go, go. <laughs> what happened? They- hey, they got heavy machinery. Yeah. Oh, coming. <laughs> Eddie does it better. I'm sorry. The Caterpillar. That's enough said right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly, Cape. The tag team division down at NXT... Is head, heads and shoulders above oh. the ta- the main roster tag team division, and they got maybe five tag teams down there. Oh, man, war Raiders, I would I would watch a War Raiders versus Undisputed Era 
Some watches are great. Okay, I would watch Danny Lorkin and uh, Only Birch. Yep. Remember that match versus Undisputed Era? Yeah, Undisputed Era, yep. Holy shit. Mustache Mountain. Mustache Mountain. Street Profits. Whatever happened to them? I haven't seen them. They, they just came. They just came back tonight. I didn't. I didn't watch the episode. Yes, people. I am crying because Eddie's fucking. He always gets me with that fucking <laughs> Otis, Otis line. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like the Street Profits, man. They come out with lean. All right, they come out with lean. I was, I'll say this about Street Profits. I was not a fan of Street Profits at first because to me they fit every Negro black stereotype there they was. Were crime time two they were crime, Yeah, crime time two point Three point Wait, who's two? Crime time. Oh yeah, well, you know they went from hill to face. <laughs> that was two point That's true. <laughs> but no, no, I I slowly warmed up to Street Profits and and uh, Montez Ford. Man, that's another dude. He's gonna be a fucking star one day. Yeah, he is going to be a star. And let's not forget on Monday Night Raw, which was the second of what I thought to be the only two good things about Monday Night Raw. It ended at 11 o'clock, right on the dot. Like, <laughs> right on the dot. It ended at 11. Hey, you know who else is good at that? SmackDown. <laughs> at 11. That was a great yeah. part of that show. First of all, <laughs> the elephant in the room. Kofi Kingston. If Chad Gable was the MVP of Monday Night Raw, Kofi Kingston was the five-star dub- fucking champion of SmackDown. SmackDown, that was a... Actually, I just, uh, what you said about... Um, actually, let's, let's save that because we said that behind the scenes. Oh, Carl, that's a good one. That's a good one. Men on a Mission were first, then Crime Time. I'm not <laughs> for Men on a Mission at work. He was at... Uh, he comes to the Dunkin' Donuts Center all the time. I don't know if he's from around here, but I've, I bumped into him so many times at the Dunkin' Donuts Center. Yeah, I, I, I met him at work, met Yes, Gabe. Kofi needs a shot. Give Kofi a chance. Look, the man. First of all, what he did on uh, on Tuesday night, he took. He, he just showed everybody that was sleeping on him. Holy shit! Rollins, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Kofi, I, I fell asleep on I you. Was Rollins, like, really exactly. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, first of all, when you saw Kofi was going to be in, in that match, everybody was like, ah, he he might get through Daniel Bryan with some shenanigans, but he's going to lose. Nobody was expect. Sorry. <laughs> Nobody was expecting him to put on an over an hour performance. Mm-hmm. Okay, he went out there and he showed everybody again why he's been there eleven years, why he needs a shot, why he deserves a shot. Even the after the match promo on WWE.com. Yes, I, that, that, that was video really was awesome. And these guys, and I love the fact that even in real life, Big E and Xavier Woods are like. Kofi needs a shot. Those are his biggest cheerleaders. Like, they they literally push for this man to get a shot and stuff like that. They want him to excel because everybody knows that Big E's the one that he's salivating over. Oh yeah. Well, Vince, just Vince. Vince, you know. Vince it, loves him big, sweaty, and beefy. You know, Xavier Woods. He's gonna be a mid carder if they ever split up the new day. Xavier Woods gonna be a mid carder. He's popular but on the internet. These two guys are to uh, want to stay together. Because they want Kofi to excel. They yes. want to push Kofi. Dude, every single Royal Rumble, people, as soon as he comes out, they're like, all right, we're going to get some good stuff, and then we're going to see how the hell Kofi's going to stay in the match. That's kind of getting tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now he actually proved that he can go with the best of them. And honestly, He's that always been able to do show. that. It's just the, 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 the backstage won't let him do it. You know what Kofi Kingston reminds me of? He had one push before, and I started to interrupt mm. I just remember he had one push before when he was going to go into the Hell in a Cell. And Edge actually came in from behind him, attacked him, got into the cell, took his spot, and won the match. 
that was about the only time he was going to see Kofi in the main. My thing with Kofi, and if you guys think back, it's going to make a lot of sense. Kofi Kingston today is what Shelton Benjamin was for most of his career. Who? Shelton. Who's that? The black guy. What guy? Former World's Greatest Tag Team. Who? He's on SmackDown. He is? He's on a roster. What? He was there. What? Oh, he's a he's that seat filler. He's the yeah. He's the one that's always in catering next to Titus, waiting for the baked potatoes. Um, no, no, but he's pretty much Shelton Benjamin. When Shelton left, and Shelton was doing all the cool, crazy spots at WrestleMania and ladder matches and the Rumble and stuff. Mind you, Shelton was the first one to really do that type of shit. When you're getting eliminated from the Rumble and do a crazy spot to get back in, that was Shelton. Then Kofi just came and took it over. Mm. It, like that's the situation that Kofi's been in. And to me. As much, and I know I'm going to be nitpicky here, as much as I love what he did on Tuesday, I thought it was amazing. More props to you. And trust me, we started the whole give truth a chance. You know some Give Kofi a chance. Give Kofi a chance. Give Kofi a chance. They gave the truth a chance finally, though. Yeah, but what's he doing with it? Huh? See, he's like a nigga that won the lottery. He got a belt. You ain't never seen this shit. I'm going to the pawn shop. Give me somebody in the United States titles not giving him a chance anymore. That that, that United States title is a joke. No, seriously, that belt needs to go. Okay, I I, bring back the hardcore. The the Divas title had more prestige than the United States title. Make hard truth great again. again, Damn right. Damn right. At least show him on TV holding that damn belt. (laughs) Jesus, I've seen him holding that belt more on social media than on TV. At least he shows up with the belt. Yeah. Because there's a championship on Monday Night Raw. Huh? Oh, that's not even going to what? that one over there. <laughs> Wait, they got a championship on Monday Night they Raw? They do, man. Is that the one on Bobby Lashley's ass? I had to get it in there <laughs> one time. I had to just so you guys can see what happens when we say that. <laughs> hit him with that pose. Yo, Bobby. Yo, Bobby. Hit him with the pose, Bobby. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But no, no. But, but to get back to the, the Kofi thing I was saying, um, the only thing that irks me about what happened yesterday was the fact that it was supposed to be Mustafa Ali. That was supposed to be Mustafa's, Mustafa Ali's coming out party. It was supposed to be him that was in that match for an hour. Do you think he could have been done? Yes, out yes, just like that. Yes, I. Well, believe the way it was, the way it was written, especially with Mustafa Ali, he's a lot small. He's smaller than Kofi and everything, and he's fresher. And the feel good story would have came off a lot better. But Kofi knew that that spot was supposed to be for somebody else, and he took that. He shit. took that shit. He and took fucking that shit. Ran with it. He said, nah, screw you guys. You're gonna I've been here eleven fucking years. Really have. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Kept I've been a company man. I do whatever's asked of me. And you're telling me now I gotta fill in for this guy over here who's the, just the flavor of the month. The man twerks so at how he went is. out there and said, I'm going to show you why I've been here eleven years and that you all need to wake the hell up and see me again. And Seriously. I love that. I love that about him because I always talk about this when it comes to guys who get stuck with shit gimmicks. First off, the guy was Jamaican. Did we forget that? Dude, that, that, that he was Jamaican. That said, if you don't remember that Kofi, Kofi Kingston was Jamaican. Jamaican. <laughs> then you talk can't to, talk to you me. You can't talk to me about wrestling. But, but the dude was Jamaican. Jamaican. SOS. Yeah. yeah. Yo, I used to love that. Boom. 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 That was the shit. Yo, Kofi. Yo, that song, that song was a banger, man. Fire rules that weren't with the thunderclap. Yo, that shit was awesome. But, like, you get a guy who did that, right? Then you put him in this weird New Day gimmick. No, you teamed him with Airborne, too. You did that. You teamed him with CM Punk. You did that. Yeah. Like, you kept him in the mid-title picture. I love when he was teamed with with, with Evan Bourne. Yeah, Airborne. Airborne was (laughs) awesome. That was a great team. And then. They had a lot of high-flying spots when they were and then and, and then you give him the New Day gimmick, which, I, like we said before in the past, New Day was meant to be a joke. When it first that was started, Vince, it was 
look, they had the little church. Yeah, <laughs> they, they had the little church Jennifer, thing. Jennifer, I love Cool Runnings, by the way. Okay, it's one of my favorite. We movies. all know that New Day was supposed to be some comedic gimmick that Vince was trotting out there so he could be in the back laughing while he's taking a shit. Oh, wow, yeah, Gabe, that rap battle was... Can I, can okay. I, can I just say and this really quick? they own that. Eddie, I'm sorry to interrupt. Can I just say this real quick? I love the fact that we're actually live to read what you guys are saying because you guys are making me crack up. Like, Gabe... <laughs> Kofi Kingston. <laughs> there is trouble in paradise. That shit was fucking... Oh, that shit was horrible. His, vintage, his, promo, his, his promo vintage just before he before he debuted and everything. Yeah, no, he was all walking Ryan, on the Welcome to Jamaica, man. Welcome to Jamaica, man. you are on fire in these comments, though. Mustafa Ali versus Ricochet would have been a fucking good match. Man. Beautiful match. Beautiful match. But let's just be real. When Ricochet gets called down because it's not getting called up. Exactly. He's going to be put on 205 Live, and he's going to probably... And you know what? 205 Live will be, be will be freaking skyrocketing in ratings. Did y'all hear the shade on 205 Live yesterday? Oh, there was, there was some shade. I haven't watched 205 Live already. I didn't watch it, but I heard about what was said. Arya Davari said, you guys hired me, and then you make me a lackey for a wannabe wrestler? We know who he's talking about there. And then Tazawa said, yeah, the last guy who thought he was the king of the cruiserweights, I beat him too. Shot at Enzo, shot at Neville. WWE, petty as fuck. And how, just, just just so you know, just so you know. Enzo was greatness, all right? Oh, Enzo equals rating. Gabe, don't say that, man. Chopper, Gorgano, and Ricochet. First of all, they went on 205 Live. They need to cancel Monday Night Raw. Exactly. Two, Monday you need night, to put uh, that motherfucker. It needs to be 205 Live Monday night. I'm, I hate to say it, but if you put those three names right there into I won't watch anything Live, besides 205 Live. Fox is going to say, listen, guys, we give you a billion dollars for SmackDown. We want the show. Uh, it's not going to work out. We're just going to take 205 Live. Yeah, it's our show now. <laughs> I mean, you I put mean, those three in them. Like, if these ratings don't go up, yeah, we'll just be taking that check back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gabe Enzo's the one to be wrestler. We, How you doing, Jen? How you doing? <laughs> yeah, his hype died. <laughs> Even his little buzz that was showing up in places died. Because he got kicked out everywhere he went. I, I, I think the man might have literally went into get, a freaking hole and How do you died. get banned from an arena? You get, because... I just need to know that. How do you... Essentially, I mean, penis will do that, <laughs> I guess, you know. I'm sorry, guys. I should never say that. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. All right. But, uh, yeah, get back to the uh, actual topic that we discussed it. <laughs> What, what were you discussing? <laughs> no, originally we were talking about uh, we were talking about the best things of Raw. Um, the one thing I will say about the because I know the big story is the Charlotte Becky Vince McMahon Ronda thing. I hate that. I actually all right. Let me preface what I'm about to say by saying this. I think Charlotte is an amazing wrestler. Mm-hmm. I personally do not want her in this match. In any way, shape, <laughs> in any way, shape fashion. You're right, Jen. <laughs> Jen says. Not even even AEW isn't in talks with Enzo. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> but but no, in all honesty though, um, I don't mind the fact that Charlotte is in this match only because it goes to show you the star power that WWE women have. You have in the this point. exactly. You got the biggest star in the company as Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. You got the person who we've said for the longest time needs to be a heel, and when she's a heel, she's one of the best heels in the company in Charlotte Flair. And the third person in this is Ronda Rousey. 
Ronda is number three now on this list when it comes to this match, if you really think about it. Ronda is technically about to be an afterthought. Really? Whether the rumors are true or not, after Mania she's done or she's going to stay, Ronda is like, like, they're pretty much setting up for everything after Ronda. To me, in my eye, and what I see, they're yeah, setting ca- up for after Ronda. In case she, yeah, in case she does decide to leave. In case she decides, but to they're leave. they're also setting, you know, somebody, other people have pointed out they're also setting it up where it does it, it lets Becky still win the match, mm-hmm. but Ronda doesn't take the L. Yeah, because a lot of people are saying that you know rumors out there that Ronda doesn't want to take any L's. That could you be have to take a loss. There's she no doesn't way around, especially she, if you want a title. Apparently, it, apparently she's not on board with taking a singles loss right right about now. So you know, Charlotte's gonna Charlotte's gonna be the one to take That's to why take I the fuck L. I hate WWE, okay. man. The, 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 the backstage cater- politics cater to this fucking asshole's ego. Let's not take the belt off of him. Yeah, I mean personally, the way I look at it is, it's this right. And another thing about the storyline that I actually do enjoy is everyone's playing their role. Becky is the outlandish, doing heel things, over-the-top babyface that everybody loves. Mm -hmm. Charlotte is playing the snarky, conceited, entitled heel. Ronda is playing the naive, I'm still new here, we gotta do things the right way character. So she's drawing her audience from the MMA world and the casual fans that know Ronda's face, because I guarantee you... If you show a list of random people on the street, a bunch of wrestlers' faces, they see Ronda Rousey. I know her. Mm-hmm. So she's going to draw that attention. When it comes to Becky, Becky's doing what us diehard fans really want. Like, we want that badass. Like, we want it in the men, and the men aren't even doing that. Embrace the gray. Somebody here said that. Exactly. No word of a lie. You know what I'm saying? And then when it comes to Charlotte, we all know Charlotte's story. She's the daughter of the dirtiest player in the game. Whoa! Why the hell is she going to be a face? Exactly. She should be the dirtiest Rick, bitch in the game. Like, tell you the sorry truth. to use that term, but uh, seriously. And she used it. And if you look at history, Ric Flair was never a face. Exactly, bro. Ric Flair just got so good and so freaking good at what he does that people just couldn't help but bow to him. Yeah. You couldn't help by the end. It's just like... You can come out here and slap me in the face and kiss my and kiss my woman. And I'm still gonna be like, you're the nature boy. Pretty yep. much. <laughs> you can take my you can walk off with my girl and you'll be like Space Mountain, baby. Rick Woo! That's fucking Ric Flair. I ain't gonna be mad at him. <laughs> you know, eventually Charlotte will be Charlotte's gonna get the same thing. Charlotte's gonna be the same thing. Charlotte should be always be a heel and just keep working off her heel persona. By the end, she's gonna just be loved for being a heel. Yeah. Okay. Same thing. Happened with The Rock. People started loving The Rock because he was a heel. Mm-hmm. You know, being a heel doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. You know, Ronda Rousey should be a heel. Okay, I don't know if she can pull that off. She, I she, think she could. She could I'm pull it just... off simply for the fact that she's a legit. She could legitimately kill any of those girls backstage. Yeah, she said it. Le- okay, <laughs> even if she didn't have to say, it, everybody knows. Legitly in the world, if she bumped into them on the streets. They'd be like, ah, shit, sorry, Ronda, sorry, 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 please don't hurt me. Yeah. Okay? And she should be playing off that. And that would, itself right there, make her a heel. Yeah. Which they teased, they kind of teased it last week when she was beating the hell out of the freaking Riot Squad. Oh, yeah, she was And she pretty much got mad at the crowd. Poor Liv Morgan. Why are you going to squash the Riot Squad? Poor Liv Morgan. You know what I mean? Poor Liv Morgan. Like, you spend a time building them up and then let this girl be two out of three, you see me? But Unless you're going to finish it off at Jaber. But I got to go to second. First of all, Carl, there are some rules in life, all right? Uh-oh. You don't piss into the wind. Uh-oh. You don't tug on Superman's cape. That's too. And you don't ever, ever, ever have these four words in succession. Flair was awful at 
fuck that. You just do not do that. He was not awful at anything. That's Ric fucking Flair. Right? How, how you want to say Ric Flair was awful as a, as a heel? Are you, are you serious? I mean, he did it. He did his job back in the day, but by like the mid nineties, he was over as fuck. When I was a kid, let me tell you how good. A, uh, let me tell you because I've already told you guys about the story of me getting my ass off for calling one 9900 And kids, if you do that to this day, get your parents' permission. <laughs> I hated Ric Flair so much that I wanted to call that hotline just to hear that he fucking lost everything. Ric Flair. He says he means baby job. face. Oh yeah, Ric Flair as a face. Yeah, it did suck. Yeah, he sucks as a face yeah, because. He's he, like fucking Flair. He, he just na- you just naturally wanted to hate him. His whole gimmick just naturally wanted to hate him. <laughs> oh man, we talk about the guy that won the Royal Rumble with a tear in his eye, and he told the savages, he That's told the Hogans, mm-hmm. I fucking hated that dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that rubbed me so wrong, man. Oh, I was all uh, eight years fucking older than me, like I will fuck Rick Flair up if I ever see him. <laughs> Hey, just blade him. He'll bleed like a fucking sieve. Holy oh, shit. Man. Oh, at this point, Augusta Wind cuts Ric Flair. He's <laughs> bladed so much in his life that literally... Have you seen Triple H's forehead? Yeah. <laughs> Triple H cuts. I mean, Flair's close to like Abdullah the Butcher type. Oh, that was bad. That's bad. He's bad. Yeah. But he didn't just like slice. He was probably like... <laughs> I'm going jam forks in people's heads and shit. Like, no, nigga, you don't need cutlery. Yeah, man. Wrestling match. Yeah, the the Hollywood the Hollywood the Rock is you know when he came out with his leather on and everything saying that 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 time when he was a heel coming out with his leather yep. giant belt buckle and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was just that was him going through the emotions. We, Dude, we all, Hollywood Rock was one of the funny him and Hurricane still to this day. If you go back and watch all of those fucking segments, are hilarious. Do you remember when the Hurricane just popped up in his locker room? Man? Yes, that was fucking, fucking hysterical. The Scorpion <laughs> King got a tiny ding a ling. Oh no! Oh, easy big. I fucking love the. I still watch those skits on YouTube oh, to this day. Man. Oh fucking! What's hilarious. up with that? <laughs> Shout out to Hurricane. He's working for WWE now too. He's another one that just got signed. Oh all right. Yeah, he's another one of those dudes. As long as he doesn't come back with the rest of, you know... Um, I actually thought he was going to show up at the Rumble. Say hello to <laughs> Hurricane. <count>. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love the Hurricane gimmick. Say hello to three count. Oh! <laughs> come on. Okay. I'll, I will start singing. That uh, That will be our out, our outro for this show. No, I know not. No. It will be the three count theme. I swear to God, I will play it. All right, guys. Um, we're about halfway through. We might as well get down to it. It's going to be our first time you get to actually see us actually do this and um somebody over here is like salivating to get something off his chest as i just feel so this is what we like to call in case this is your first time seeing us the burial of the week where somebody Mm. gets buried from the world of wrestling um worse than what vince mcmahon can ever possibly uh, uh, hope or imagine to do so um eddie without further ado this one's on you brother (coughs) (coughs) all right today i'm burying somebody and uh, it's I'm I'm sorry because I like this guy. I, I thought he had potential. He has potential, but Dudley is failing him miserably. <laughs> failing, failing miserably. Elias, will you please do us a favor? Get oh. in this hole and entertain our previous burials oh, with some music. What the fuck are they doing with this man? What are they doing with Elias? Is he, he's literally transforming into Double J 2.0. Really now sad. he's cracking people with guitars. Okay, the man, first of all, he was red hot heel. Okay, him coming out strumming his strings and dissing the crowd was red hot. Didn't capitalize on it. 
Then he starts, the crowd starts turning in his favor because they're loving it so much that he's dissing them that, that people are starting to love it. So you turn him face. Didn't capitalize on that. Then you turn him back to a heel for the benefits of reintroducing Jeff Jarrett. J-A-R-R-E-T-T. That's double J, Jeff Jarrett. You turned him heel for Jeff Jarrett. And now you got him out there working a, uh, working a segment with fucking the Lucha House Party? Like, uh, for Christ, the man has everything that, that Vince wants. He's, he's built. Mm-hmm. He's talented. He can work. He can entertain. But yet, they, they just seem to be... Go out there and strong. Now they got him not wanting to sing, not wanting to do it, and not wanting to do his shtick. Okay, cracking Lucha House Party. Now we're gonna what we're gonna get next week is a match between him and Kalisto. Okay, we're gonna get three little guys jumping around the ring, antagonizing Elias, wasting his talents, and then by the time Dundee realizes that they're wasting him, it's gonna be too late. It's gonna be too late. So you, Elias, I'm sorry, man, but Dundee is gonna drop the ball with you. They already have, and you're, you're screwed. Get back, get in this hole. You're buried. Oh, that's and Gabe. I'm sorry if that's one of your guys, but um, he he's absolutely right, man. I mean, the man went from a baby face to a heel at the Royal Rumble to news that he went baby face on in a house show back to Monday Night Raw, smacking the lucha. The guys have more changes than Big Show. Carl, don't do that. Don't do that because I'm gonna start singing. Don't do that. Oh my goodness, man. <laughs> And, uh, and what the fuck was that robe, by the way? Just just out of curiosity. What the hell was he wearing? I don't night, know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, and they can't, every time he, it, ladies and gentlemen, Elias, cut to a set, cut to something else, cut to something backstage. Like, I, now you're just flat out dissing him on, on TV. Okay, you reintroduced him three different times to just cut to backstage segments. And then you have him do a segment with the fucking Lucha House Party. Terrible. Like, what did he do? Who did he piss off? He pissed off. I'm guaranteeing you that's what it is. He who? has a little bit of backstage. Right? Exactly. Who, who did he anger backstage? Ah. Like, Brian apparently got to sing. Exactly, no, no, Gabe. No, I, thought, right I thought the same thing. I thought by now Elias would at least had an icy title run. Dude, I swear to God he was going to have it. He should have. I was so... What ha- when, him, so when him and Rollins were feuding, he should have yeah. won it. Him and Rollins. Hell, even him and Lashley could have feuded for the title and he could have took it off Lashley. Yeah. But no, they just completely... They put... You're featuring Baron Corbin more than you're featuring Elias. First of all, Elias, what you're doing with Baron Corbin should be all Elias' spot right now. He should be in that match, at the uh, that, th- that three-on-three crappy-ass match that we had, you know, where they're just throwing out people and saying, listen, we got nothing for you guys. Go out there and hold up Hurt Angle in the corner. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. You could at least throw Elias out there because nobody's interested in Baron Corbin's ass anymore. Okay. Nobody wants to see the, the assistant manager out there still trying to hold on to his job. Okay, that's Elias could have had that spot. No, you don't do that. Okay, you just continue wasting him. You continue wasting Drew McIntyre Who? again. Huh? Huh? That guy that had all that. He all the all the clout and then yeah. Scottish. Yeah. Yes, Brian. Kurt Angle does look way out of like that was painful to watch. Now they have to regulate him to multi man tag team matches because. He can't go no more. Even the Mark Henry, they could have did the Mark Henry fake uh, retirement thing, and then you know at the end of the match, say, "All right, guys, that was my one last one." Just something. So, he's just not. Kurt whoever anymore. is backstage saying yes, Kurt, let's catch you out there in the ring. 
you need to be slapped. John, Vince, you need to be slapped. John, if, okay, whoever's <laughs> y'all need to stop. Stop sending him out there. Okay, it's like sending Ric Flair out there for another match. We don't want to see that no more. Okay, just just let let Kurt Angle go. Yeah. And Elias, you might as well walk off with him because at this point playing the guitar. Yeah, at this point, I just want to see you doing the, the theme song from the Incredible Hulk and walking away. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle moves like the Tin Man with no oil. <laughs> <laughs> oil can. Hey, uh, Brian. Yes, sir. You know, yeah, <laughs> slow mo run. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like dun, when he runs. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, it's my turn to bury somebody, right? Yeah, All right, I'm going to bury two people. One of them I'm going to do really quickly. Oh, Brian, I forgot about that. Good one. Um, the first person I'm going to bury is somebody who I believe logically made one of the... I mean, I get... Let, let's be upfront and honest. I say this all the time. It's 2019. We know how the cake is made. We know how the shit's done. Mm-hmm. But Samoa Joe, you just walked down to the ring after a guy who just fought for over 30 minutes and competed against two people. You are a fucking Samoan killer. What do you do during your match? Instead of running down to the ring and just throwing coffee in the coquina clutch because he's already tired, you put him in fucking rest holds. To me, that logically is one of the dumbest things you can do as a professional wrestler. If you're going to portray a fight, whether it's real, scripted, whatever, if I'm telling a story in a match and I know, like, yes, I know, we all know what Kofi was supposed to do in the match. But if I'm in a match and I'm working psychology and if I was in a real fight and I see someone damn near beat up on the floor... I'm going to finish him off. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, I'm going to play with my food a little bit. I'm going to punch you here. I'm going to hook you here. Headlock for five minutes. Nope. None of that shit. I'm sorry, Samoa Joe, for that. I got to bury you. I love you, brother. Even though that is my quote-unquote alter ego. Because me and him have never been in the room at the same time. I would just wait for you to admit that you you were like... <laughs> committing suicide right about here right? no 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 <laughs> just watching everybody no no buries his damn self yeah I'm burying my damn self that wasn't dirt on me um but no no the the second person I'm going to bury and I know this is very early to do this in his career you better not say EC3 no no I'm not gonna say okay, EC3 good. even though I really wanted to I really wanted to bury EC3 but oh, I'm not no 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 I gave him this tap I'm giving him another week he's got what I got, him, I got him in my back pocket EC3 you are you are on the clock my friend you are on the clock but no unfortunately I, I will make you my bitch I gotta bury somebody and a lot of people who if you listen to our podcast over the last 20 episodes you know when I'm explaining some of my burials I'm not burying them because I think they they suck. I'm burying them because right now in this time, you're screwed. And unfortunately, the person I got to bury is Mustafa Ali. No. I, ha- I have to do it. I have to bury Mustafa. And I know what people are going to say. What the hell? You just got there. What is the best ability in any sport? Availability. And unfortunately, on the night, you were supposed to become a breakout star. Because like we said earlier... The spot that Kofi Kingston had, I know, Nick, I know. The spot that Kofi Kingston was supposed to have in that match, that one, I, yes, 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 I'm sorry, Carl. This is why I can't look at this. The spot that Kofi Kingston was supposed to have during that match was supposed to be for Mustafa Ali. They were supposed to build Mustafa up. They were supposed to give him that one-hour run. He was supposed to go through the Bryans and the Joes and through the Jeff Hardys and get up to AJ Styles. Luckily for us as fans, the moment that Kofi had, especially with AJ, when he pushed him in the face and he was telling him, screw you, I'm fighting, blah, 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 it was great for Kofi. Unfortunately, Mustafa, that was supposed to be your spot. 
And we all know how WWE is when it comes to wrestlers having injuries. Ask Dolph Ziggler. You know, ask guys like Jake Hager, a.k.a. Jack Swagger. And shout out to Jack Swagger because he won his first MMA bout in less than three minutes. So and, shout- he, and he did the We The People, bro. Yep, he did the We The People <laughs> and everything. The we the people. Hager, we're riding with you on this one. <laughs> but we all know WWE does not trust people that have issues, especially, especially right now when it comes to concussions. My friend Mustafa... I'm a huge fan of you. You were the heart and soul of 205 Live. You were doing great on SmackDown. I honestly thought, in all actuality, and I ain't going to lie about this, I thought they were going to give him the Mania match against Daniel Bryan because I don't know who the hell they're going to put him with now. But, unfortunately, Mustafa Ali, for right now, and I think, unfortunately, for the next couple of months, my friend, you, sir, are buried. Damn. Nah, people... A lot, of people, a lot of people ain't happy with that. I know you're not happy. That's why it's called a burial of the week, ladies and gentlemen. You're not, you're not getting good feedback. I know, I know, I know. Well, let, let, let's just see how let's see how far Mustafa is before WrestleMania. You guys gotta understand. He got injured. He got a concussion. That and the fact that he's tiny dude does not play in his favor in the eyes of the backstage, you know, politics. So that's why you you know. Yeah, that's why we understand why, you know, I understand why Brian's buried because right now, you know, getting hurt when you're supposed to be getting elevated, that kind of, that that doesn't sit right in, you know, with Vince. And what season is, what season is it, everybody? Yeah, it's WrestleMania season. You know, so as of right now, uh, you know, I wouldn't be, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they're rewriting everything that was probably going to involve Mustafa Ali leading up to Mania for somebody else. And it looks like it might be Kofi. We'll see after you know after chamber because we he still got, got time. A lot of but the way people have been reacting to the way what Kofi did, it's it gonna be real hard for Mustafa to come right back in there. You know he's gonna be regulated to opening matches. You know and it's just it's gonna be bad for him. He's gonna have to work his way back up, and that's unfortunate because he is a talented individual. Yeah. And, you know, I, frankly, I think they should have just kept him on two hundred five live because I would have loved to see him with a cruiserweight title run. Mm-hmm. Which they ne- he deserved. He never, he he never got the cruiserweight. He, belt. He, he deserved to have a title run with that with it's that belt. Like four cruiserweight champions, right? For, uh, actually, so, no. You've had uh, you had TJP. You had TJP. I forgot about him. TJP. Yeah. You had uh, Cedric. <laughs> you had Enzo. Tozawa held it for like a week. Um, exactly. You gave it to Tozawa. You, you you let Tozawa hold right, Hendrick, it, but Mustafa it. Ali yes. couldn't. That's right. Mm-hmm. Tozawa held the belt, but Mustafa Ali couldn't hold the belt. Yeah. Okay. And mind you, he was put, he put on some five stars down in NXT. I mean, down in uh, 205 Live, so, you know. Been all over the and like I said, for, for everyone who's watching this for the first time and has never heard us do a burial of the week, it's not that we think the guy sucks. Trust me, I'm a huge Mustafa yeah, Ali fan. I think he's going to do great in this business. I think he's going to do great on the main roster in all actuality. But right now, at this point in time, especially WrestleMania season, if you're not around... During this period of time for WWE, they ain't going to have nothing for you for a little while, man. Trust Hell, we unburied Chad Gable. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. And, and, Jen, please, I, I, I'm with you on Bray Wyatt. Where is he? But 
I, I, I gotta say I, I'm tapping out. Oh wait, wait. By the way, that I, is where Bray Wyatt yeah. is, ladies and gentlemen. When he's going, so you know, when he's um, going home I, to that, just, there's a reason why he's not coming back. That is, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be coming back. Any, I'm not rushing uh, to get back. From, I wish. Never mind. I can't really say yeah. that. <laughs> it's, it's sad to say, no, but I know I can't say it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm all for Bray Wyatt returning, but. I don't see that happening, especially not now with WrestleMania season. What would he return for? Yeah, yeah. What would they insert him into? They they can't insert him into. Actually, shit. that could actually be the surprise for uh, Daniel Bryan after he wins. Bray Wyatt appears. Could be. And what real uh, aligns himself with, with with Daniel Bryan as? Oh no! Because yeah. rumor has it, rumor has it that that's going to be uh, Harper is going to be showing up at Chamber and helping. Oh, okay. And helping Brian win and everything, so it's gonna be spoiler real, alert. You know, Rowan and Harper are gonna help him, but yeah, sorry guys, spoiler alert. <laughs> you know, so what does that do with Bray Wyatt? Was he gonna come back and be like, "I want my Wyatt family back"? He's, I thought he had like a motorcycle gimmick from the um, house shows. Who knows what like his gimmick bike? is? Yeah, Jenny is at the house shows. Hmm, all right, all right, guys. Well, I haven't buried anybody yet, and damn it, I'm sorry, Vince McMahon, but. Fuck you because I gotta do this, all right. And everybody out there, this is no disrespect toward them. This is simply has to be fucking said. I'm going to bury this week every single one of the Hall of Famers reruns. After you go into the Hall of Fame, damn it, stay there. Act like an athlete that's been in the Hall of Fame. Your career is over. I do not want to see week after week. We got the Road Dog and Billy Gunn after they went in. We got uh, Jeff Jarrett right now. Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat after he went in. Kurt Angle now after he goes in. After you go into the Hall of Fame, your career is over. Your matches get boring. We've seen it. We've been there. One match, that's cool. Nostalgia. But I don't want to see Shawn Michaels' bald ass in the ring again. I don't want to see Jeff Jarrett go out into the to the Royal Rumble, sing a song, and get thrown out. Yay, I was there. And then appear on Monday Night Raw for a fucking match. I don't want to see that anymore. Your time is over. It's over. Let these young guys who are amazingly talented do what they do best. That way we can actually stop having to bury somebody every damn week because you cannot hold your own on a fucking match anymore. Now, I saw a ring post more than I saw Kurt Angle in that last match on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the glare on Shawn Michaels' head every time he tried to carry... The, the Undertaker and Kane were wounded after one fucking power slam. I will agree with Carl Burr because I was there for Dark. that match. Okay. Ricky Steamboat versus Jericho was fire. Fuck that! <laughs> it should have happened, okay? Chris Jericho can carry a broomstick. I'm not <laughs> impressed that he went in there and had a good showing. All right? No, it's over. Once you are in the Hall of Fame, you get that ring. You don't get back into that ring. That is how that should work. It's over. There you go. That's our burials of the week. <laughs> This is your introduction. Trust me, it was a very light news week because when shit goes down, we will go in. <laughs> this shout, was out to Ke- shout out to Gabe. Sean looked like a damn hobo. <laughs> Dude, he really did look like when uh, Nerve got on the Hamaloon when he got the top of his hat on. That's what, and then it looked like that fucking Soldier Boy Gucci. Uh, it looked it, it, it look like home, uh, fuck, home from Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> I said it once and I will say it again. You ruined my childhood, Sean. You ruined my childhood. Great. It was great, but once your hair started looking like mine, you should not have been in that ring anymore. You know Stay hunting there, all right? You're not a sexy boy anymore. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Sorry. Uh, or figure out a way to have a match with the fucking cowboy hat on, because... <laughs> 
Shit, the shit was glued onto his head for like fucking like five minutes when Taker was slamming his ass around. Uh, Undertaker, another one that can't go. Carl, my bad, but this has to be fucking said, okay? Uh-uh. On WrestleMania, when he wrestled John Cena, after Roman Reigns ended his career technically. Do, 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 you know do. what I mean? Can you tell me if he got, didn't look windy when he took his fucking coat off just walking down the bed and went? You know what I mean? I'm sorry, by this time, Taker gets winded just entrance. I'm sorry. Just, it's just, true. He, he, he's not stopping on the steps to raise the lights. He's stopping to catch his breath. Dude, you, when they you, have the explosions of the fire after he wins now, they can't do it long because I'll give him a concussion. This you know man that is really that old. You notice now when he comes out <laughs> at Mania, they don't even have him come out through the main entrance. He comes up like midway through the ramp, like yeah. through the floor. Now it's like, damn, Taker, give that man some Austin uh, Oscow and let him stay uh, out of the ring. You know what I mean? You taking all of the things WWE off of your Twitter and social media, and I hope it's the end of your career. You are hurting your legs. Yo, you are charging twenty five thousand dollars an hour. <laughs> For appearances. An hour. Who the fuck can afford? Don't get me wrong. If I was rich and had money to wipe my ass with, I'd be like, yo, I'm I'm booking the taker for a few hours. Dude, that's Vegas escort money. But Jesus, $25,000 an hour. $25,000 an hour. I better have an arena full of Kyle Birds because I need to sell that. (laughs) And Kyle Bird is going to be the only person. Shout out to my homie, but you will be the only person in that damn arena. Nobody else wants to see that old guy rise up from the dead one more time. I'm saying, Kyle, for $25,000, man, you can get it for an hour or anything you want. hour. The referees carried the fribbery. Yes, we are out here pipping out Taker for twenty five thousand dollars. Twenty five grand, you get whatever you want. You pick a spot. Nah, no, I ain't gonna say it. Oh, I was gonna say something else, but I'll just keep it. You know. Yo, <laughs> we don't want to get banned. Yo, right Gabe away. is busy just roasting Shawn Michaels on his chat. Is that you are outlasting everybody else? <laughs> when you outlast just... everybody in your stables, and that's your claim to fame, it's time to let it go, man. You're done. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, shit game. I'm sorry. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> oh, Brian says, Saturn's mopping Al Snow's head when he gave us better match than watching Kurt Angle. Yo, leave Moppy out of this, man. Moppy was over as fuck. Yo, and that mannequin head was more over than half the Yo. fucking roster right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No wonder everybody want. Yo, no wonder hey. why. I've been to shows at the Dunkin' Donuts Center, right? When it was like... Early is when Saturn was actually still in WWE. This mother would put, you know, in the back parking lot where all the wrestlers go park? Yeah. This motherfucker pulls up one day, right? During the Moppy gimmick, he goes in the back, he grabs his bags. He goes to the seat, the passenger seat, unbuckles it, and pulls out Moppy. <laughs> you talk about dedication to your fucking character. That uh, man, that was almost as good as Little Jimmy. Oh, man. That was almost as good as Little Jimmy. That's the greatness of our truth. I can put air over. <laughs> <laughs> Like, think you're talking to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this is getting late. Uh, we're damn. We got Chamber Week this week too. That is true. Sunday. That's right. Oh shit. Look, nobody's hyped for Chamber because everybody done forgot about it. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm hyped for. We gotta do. Can I? Can I please show the world? Because I have to. I have to talk about oh, this. Oh yes, quick. we gotta introduce ladies and everybody's gentlemen. new favorite wrestler. Ladies and gentlemen, I said it last week as a joke. I thought it was a joke, but no, ladies and gentlemen, the hype is real. This man is more over than almost the entire Monday Night Raw roster. This man has more hits on YouTube than half of the shit you see on Monday Night. He was so over, he came out and did a fucking encore. Do it. Do ladies it. and gentlemen. Hit him with that pose. Allow, allow me to introduce to you my new favorite 
wrestler in the game right now. He is popular. He is awesome. I want to see him versus Kyle O'Reilly in an air guitar contest. Yes, Carl, you got it correct. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Bogenhagen. <laughs> this man, Bogenhagen, this man, put some respect on his name. Eric Bogenhagen is a future star. I'm calling it right now. He is the one who will dethrone Ciampa. He'll probably take on Ciampa and Gargano and take all the belts. Hell, he'll probably beat the shit out of War Raiders. He'll air guitar and drum all over them some bitches. If you haven't seen Eric Bogenhagen yet, ladies and gentlemen, do yourself a favor. Go back and watch NXT from last week. You will understand the greatness this man has. You want to talk about getting a stupid gimmick over? This motherfucker, him versus Kyle O'Reilly needs to happen. I'm sorry, but Eric Bogenhagen, you are the man right now. Hey, I had to throw that out. Already, man, that man's going in a hole. No, he's not. <laughs> that man is going I'm in sorry. Hole, no. he, he, he keep air guitaring the way he was doing. He puts on a show like that. I can't put him in the hole. You can't bury him. I can't bury him. The session was hilarious. Look. That was great. He came out there and <laughs> fucking old. He even had home. I don't know her name, but the ring announcer, she was in it. On it. Oh, oh, my God. It was Dude, that was fucking epic. Oh, he was coming out. Dun, yes, Bogenhagen versus Zabertrude. That's a future number 14 in the PWI right there, man. Uh, he's number 13. <laughs> Fuck that. He debuted like a week ago. He's number 13 already. Oh, man. He's coming for you. He's coming for you, Omega. All right, guys. Just so you know, there is technically a event coming on Sunday, so we do do predictions. So before we do to the final rant, so we're going to go ahead and go through this whole card. I didn't even know who was on the card, just so you guys know how uninteresting. And um, I'm going to cheat him by end. So I'm just going to go in order. We'll go from left to right. Brian, you yes, got sir. Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tizawa. Oh, this is going to be an easy one. Uh, it's almost WrestleMania season. Buddy Murphy is the best cruiserweight WWE has right Period. now on 205 Live, and he should be on SmackDown. He should be the one that's on SmackDown. But, um, yeah, Tozawa, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, something bigger is planned for someone who's going to uh, dethrone Buddy Murphy. So, unfortunately, my pick for this match is Buddy Murphy. All right. And somebody who uh, a bunch of the – I can't. I don't know if I can say where I work on the air. But, anyway, let's just say a bunch of my uh, customers – Call me Bobby fucking Lashley. <laughs> anyway, um, I got Bobby Lashley versus Finn Balor, and I am praying that. Oh, Finn Bobby Balor... Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor. It's a two on one. I actually no, Gabe. Uh, is it is it Tommy gone yet for two five live? Who is it? He uh, Tommy. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone already. Yeah, yeah he's out. He's done. Yeah. Um, he went home. But my prediction Smart for move. that match, I'm praying, and I, I, this is a prayer prediction. Get that belt off of Bobby Lashley so Bobby Lashley can turn on Leader Rush and I don't have to see his ass or hear you talk about his ass any longer. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him with the pose, Bobby. Hit him oh, with the pose. Man. All right, and then I'd like to take the easy ones, but this asshole's getting the easy one. Ready? Ruby Riot versus Ronda Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, place your bets now. <laughs> Come on. Is it? The f- you don't. You, you, I don't even know why they made that match. <laughs> Filler. Seriously, that's like literally going to. Oh, I'm gonna go on a limb here and say, Ronda wins by a squeaker. What? Just barely. No, right. I'm not. I'm t- she You're kills You're going her. against Ruby. She kill- How about this? Because we know who's gonna win. Mm-hmm. Submission or pinfall. Oh, she could tap her out quick. All right. <laughs> 
with a uh, horrible actually, actually, the better that. bet would be five minutes or three minute match. I say take five over. Baldy Lashley. <laughs> no, it's Bobby Ashley. Stop! <laughs> I was gonna start singing "Never Gonna Give You Up" because I said Ashley, but never mind. Stop! No more ass. All right, and now Brian, you got the greatest tag team in, in the, the world, world, Craig, versus the Usos. Unfortunately for you guys, there's something bigger. I I know something's coming, and the only reason I'm not taking the Usos right now is because there is another pay-per-view before WrestleMania called Fastlane. Yeah. Yeah, there's another one in March. Alright. Yeah, so we gotta deal with more of this. Um unfortunately, yeah, I gotta go with the greatest tag team in the world, Craig, because there's gonna be a bigger story. I think right now they just won the titles. It's a little too fresh for them to lose it right away to the Usos. And honestly, another little bit, which you really haven't talked about, the Usos contracts up in April. Mm. Mm. The Uso's contract's up right after Mania. So, it's been interesting to see because those guys, they, they come off as company guys to me. They they're company, they're definitely company guys. Well, but they're in the company too. You know? They're company guys, but at the same time, you got to look at it like this. What do they got left to prove? They're already, what, five-time champions? They've yeah. beaten everybody. I thought they were going to split up by them, honestly. Honestly, yeah. So, splitting, the, uh, then they would have been gone. Mm. The only team left for them is the Revival? That's what we're basing this on? That's the only team left for the Usos is the Revival. My favorite team. <laughs> so unfortunately for me, as much as I as much as I want to go with the Usos, I got to go with the greatest tag team in the world. Right. McNuggets. I mean, um, Mc, McRib. McMiz. Uh, that's Arch Deluxe. <laughs> can I can I get a a McMiz with a Coke? It sounds like something Trump gave Clemson after they won the national championship. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's like, Tom, Tom, I know you're coming pretty soon. Uh, we have these McMiz sandwiches. They're delicious. Okay, best, best McMizzes in the world. Best McMizzes in the world. I got them straight from Vince. <laughs> All right, my match is actually not that easy. I got the <laughs> women's tag team, the heavily requested women's tag team. That they started in Providence, by the way. Everybody wanted these belts. <laughs> so you know, The something? entire world was clamoring. Uh, you know, I've seen it blowing up on Twitter. I've seen it blowing up on Facebook. I've seen it blowing up on Instagram. You know, it's just Wait the hottest time Wait period. Did you go to the show, The Raw in Providence, when Roman left? Yeah. No, I wasn't there. Oh, you wasn't there. All right. So anybody who was at that show, I blame you. Because those signs appeared in Providence first. So it is your fault that we are getting women's tag They were shit. handing them out for free. Like, I you know. You want to get on TV. Hold this up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. Little Jimmy was out there holding up a fucking sign. Mommy, I want to make it Mom, if I go off, can I be a women's tag team champion? No, Jonathan. <laughs> Literally, it was, hold this up, get a free shirt. Woohoo! Really? <laughs> and just don't let it be AEW. Yeah, because we know what that happens. <laughs> but uh, my prediction for that, and I was going to say Sasha and Bailey and go with the flow like everybody else, but mm-hmm. this whole Bailey, excuse Sasha, injured, not injured thing is probably going to change them a little bit. And no, I'm well, gonna, I'm gonna, she's in the match. Yeah. They they announced she was out, and then five minutes later, I guess she got a shoulder rub or something, and then she's back in the match. This so. Miyagi. Yeah. I'm going to go, and as much as you don't want to hear this, bro. Don't say it. No, no. I got to do no, it. No, no. <laughs> Hell no. I know where you're going with this. Don't. 
Do I, it. I got to Y'all ready to blow up? Uh, Everybody okay. in the chat, get ready. WTF's on three. The new women's, well, first WWE women's tag team champions, the Iconics. I'm joking. That was a joke. That was a joke. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought, no, 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 no. I thought you were going lower. I thought you were going lower. We was about to need a new mediator in the UWO. No, I seriously, I got to go with uh, Tamina Snuka. I knew it. And You mean, no, no, no. Call them what they are. The Samoan Slaughterhouse. The Samoan, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First off, I love the name. Second of all, I hate the people using the name. I, I, I First of all, whoever said go out there and use that as a name that we're going to call you the Samoan Slaughterhouse, you were just setting up fat jokes for days. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, they're already, you know, I got to go with the big botch booties. You know what I mean? The big botch booty sisters, man. That's Shout out to Tamina Snooker who can't even say a word in her promo. No, Jen, it, it, it's going to be. What's, the... what's up with that? Like, she has never talked. She just stands there. Can't she talk? She tried to, you know. Like, Every time she opened her mouth, I was like, "And we're doing this." She's like, "I, I, I just want to, I just want to say something." Nah, Jen, those, those belt, those those belts are going to, those belts are going to Raw. Yeah, they're not going to be featured on SmackDown. I don't know. I'm, I'm going with SmackDown on this one. Nah, that, those belts are going to Raw. They're just, going, just, just, they're going to give them to the, the the Samoan, you know, beefcakes over there and everything, <laughs> because the story is going to be Sasha and Bailey chasing them to Antomania. Let Kyle love his girl, man. Nia Jax, let her get some gold. Let let Kyle have his love. Yeah, Carl, uh, Carl's the head butcher at the Samoan Slaughterhouse. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Carl. Tell him, like, I'm handing out that meat, girl. Yeah, I'm slapping that, re- that ribeye, huh? Beef. I got to say it, man. And this man said Bailey wins the titles by herself. <laughs> <laughs> that actually wouldn't be a bad story. It honestly wouldn't be a bad story. Can you cause this big breakup between Sasha and Bailey? And... It could. Hmm. Think about it. I mean, they're not going to give season? us the lesbian season, so, you know. Yeah. Might... They yes, never kissed. we were praying. We were praying for the kiss and it never happened. Man, that that had that that, that had uh, brasses written all over it. So I'm surprised everything didn't go with it, but that's the PG era for you. Now we all do know back in the attitude era, we would have seen those two in the back in the shower scene or something. Okay, and ratings. Wilson and Marie. Ratings would not have been in the toilet. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that that's I'll get some damn ratings. I agree, I agree with Jen. Nia and Tamina don't need don't need a push. But that's what that's what it's leading to. That there's a reason why they've been building Nia up as a, such a super bitch. She won on Monday Night Raw. Okay, yeah, you know, Tamina's just coming along for the ride. They just needed somebody to stick with her, and Tamina was just you know available. And do they just stick Samoans together in WWE? Like yeah. Samoan, you're Samoan. Yeah, it's pretty much. Fucking tag team right there. Uh, that's pretty much how they go. They go. Oh, hmm, we're gonna stick together. Oh, who we got? Oh, oh, these two guys ain't doing anything. Oh, they're both Samoans. Put them out there and just call them Samoan something. You know. <laughs> AOP, oh. I thought was fucking Samoan the whole time they were there until we did a podcast and you're like, uh, they're not Samoan. No, they are Albanian, I think. Yeah, yeah, Albanian. You guys look Samoan, you'll be all right. Not everybody can be the fucking yeah. islanders. You know what I mean? Not everybody's the hatchery. I, I think I think it would have worked better for them if they came out and said they were Samoan. No, because yeah. uh, <laughs> for real, I thought they were Samoan. They should have been the Samoan slaughterhouse. Because yeah. at this point, it's AO who who PP. I can't even go AOPP anymore. Cause, Cause then the, you, you gotta be featured on TV to be cracked on. Yeah, really, really. We can call them A W O L, not A O P, because they they're not around, man, like ever. You know, they're out there playing golf for the Ascension and who and the B team. And that's like, isn't that that team with the big guy that has like half a paint and shit? Who? Who? Huh? Huh? I have no idea. That time they were relevant. We had the Fashion Police. Oh, who? The Fashion Chronicles. First off, I love Fashion Police. I mean, <laughs> let me not joke about that. I actually am a huge. Fondango's hurt. Fonda, yeah, he's been out for a while. So, 
I'm a big fashion police guy, man, but whew, man. Tyler Breeze Tyler is another one. <coughs> super underrated. Great talent. Super underrated. He's yeah. back on NXT. Yeah, Jen. Uh, from what I heard, they, they nixed the whole intergender thing because of sponsors. Yeah. Remember how they were te- teasing Nia Ambrose, and Nia. Ambrose yep. at, at a house show? Yeah. Apparently, that was that was just, they were testing the waters to yeah. see if they can get away with it. And Jennifer, no, they're not in yeah, it. There's no more, there's sponsors no, spo- sponsors were see, like, no. You're not going to see Triple H beating on Lita with a chair. Right? Yeah. That's, that's never done. We're not going to get AJ Styles versus Charlotte Flair like everybody wants. We're not going to get Becky versus Seth. Or Becky versus The Rock. Or Even Mayweather. though they damn near booked the match themselves. Or Mayweather versus Rousey. Yeah. That would be good. Hey, that's money making. <laughs> yes, fuck the Bellas, by the way. Um, who? Huh? What? The, the big implants. Oh, you mean the girls that got roasted by Rousey in a promo? No, the ones that like to take shit in people's back. Oh, wait. I can't talk about that, can we? Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll save that one for another day. <laughs> All right. Hey, Eddie. If you're going to close this out, man, who wins the fickle? Fickle. Fickle. <laughs> fickle. Fickle's in the chat. Fickle. I'm going with the fickle, the planet's champion. Okay, he's your champion. He's your my champion. champion. He's the planet's champion. He has a belt almost okay. made from weed. I want that belt. Me too. I want, if anybody can find that a replica of that belt, please they put me on that. This replica's out. No, they haven't had the, they don't have the replica yet for that, oh, for the fickle world title. Oh, uh, but yeah, Daniel Bryan holds on to that. He's going to hold on to that belt till Mania. Yeah. What they is like you said, who is going to really challenge? We're going to get another AJ Styles versus that's probably Daniel Bryan. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be mad with it if they do it right. And but we all seen how they don't do us right, so they have to give them at least thirty to forty minutes on that show. You know, it is mania, but we've had been disappointed before. So, but yeah, Daniel Bryan's keeping that belt. You, you know, been a bad WrestleMania. <laughs> Never! What? Never! This <laughs> man can't put on a bad WrestleMania. Wrestling. Hey, put some respect in the planet's champion, Gabe. Okay, <laughs> he is not Captain Crunch. Okay, he is there to say. Do you not know how how well that is working? The new. No, okay, that, awesome. first of all, he is out there literally telling people, "I want to recycle, reuse, save the planet. I want to." Stop pollution. And people are booing him for it. Yeah. Like, exactly. The crowd is fickle. He is out there like, fickle. pick up your trash. And people are like, fuck you. <laughs> what do you mean? He's telling you to save the planet. And you're telling him to go screw. I've, I've been when f- he calls you fickle, he is correct. You are being fickle. Fickle. I will say this. I've been saying this for years. Heels are the new faces, and faces are the new heels. I'm watching. Well, he's cutting his promo on SmackDown. There's a guy back there with a sign. Okay. Crossed out, reuse, recycle. I'm like, dude, you're literally telling you, he's literally telling you, save the planet. You're telling him, no, I'm going to pollute this son of a bitch. And he's telling you, you're doing this. And it, you're booing him for telling you the truth. I'm loving this. And people are like, oh, a lot of people aren't on board with Daniel Bryan's new. I am loving this. He is literally going out there and telling you people to do things right, and you're booing him for saying it to you. I said this after Survivor Series. Heel Daniel Bryan is a fucking dick. I've been saying it for a while. Heel Daniel Bryan. And this wasn't even the type of character that he portrayed in Ring of Honor, but it was the same, like, like personality and delivery of the character. I knew Heel Daniel Bryan was going to get over. The but new Daniel Bryan. I did not expect this. I really <laughs> I did not expect that. I do can get one Fick. word slogans over so fucking quickly. Seriously, yes. Like, no, know, Nick, fickle. Nick, Nick Thomas is throughout there supposed to, he, he heard that, you know, Randy Orton's supposed to take that belt off him. No. 
No. I wouldn't mind. I mean... If Let it go. If they're going to do the storyline where Orton's going for 17 to, to tie and break the record, then I'm cool with that. If it's not leading to... Huh? He's at 14? He's at 13, 14. 13, 14. I know, I know right now it's Cena and uh, Flair tied. Triple H is at like 15, and Orton's one behind, I think. Is I Triple say. H that much? Yeah, Triple H so is right up... He's up there. You got to remember when he was doing the yeah. game at Keith. Yeah. He belt every other Sunday. It's Fickleback. <laughs> That's great. I'm still in that one too. But come on, now, it's Daniel Bryan wins that match. Yeah, he had 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so would I be mad if Randy Orton dethroned him? I don't know. At this point with Randy Orton, I feel like he's just just there to be there. The placeholder. Mm-hmm. Like he's just. Randy Orton can still go. We all know that. We still we know he can still go in there and cut a promo better than most of the crowd, most of you know talent out there. He can still put on hell of matches, but it just seems to me like Randy just don't care what he does right now. He's just literally just sitting there like, you want me to go out there RKO him? Okay, okay, I'll go out there. I, and it's funny watching that match. I knew like yeah, you with knew. like twenty minutes left. I was like, Orton's gonna come out and win this match at the. Back. You can even ask Nina. She, I told her flat out, I was like, watch Orton come out here with like a minute left and win the match. She goes, how, she's like, how do you see that? She's like, there's still mad time left. I'm like, Kofi's still in the ring. Him and AJ haven't even touched yet. It's like 947. Yeah. There's no way in hell they're going to have Randy Orton come out and do a five minute match and just win. Yeah, Orton's just going to come out. behind RKO. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm the man. Knew it. When it was, when it was, uh, what was it? 958 <laughs> and Orton music didn't even hit yet. I'm like, yep. What's going quick. on? What up, Ray? Welcome. About damn time you showed Nick up. Thomas, Kofi winning would be. That would be fresh and new. Would remember fresh it. and new? Remember, remember that whole, oh, we're going to give you new. We're going to give you something exciting. Kofi winning would be exactly be what we all want. Great. But we all know racist Vince ain't going to let that happen. And think of the possibilities. Vince, racist? Never. Yeah. If, we were, if we were talking the we old big world title, yeah. then yeah. But we're talking WWE title. So we all know where that belt belongs. Unfortunately... Until Vince passes the baton, it's not going to happen. And think of it like this. Kofi would officially be the first black WWE champion. The Rock was Samoan. Half black. African American. He's like Obama, half black. But you know what I mean? Like (laughs) Kofi would be the first black, black WWE champion, which would be an amazing coup to put on his career. All right. All right. I'm sorry, guys. But yeah. Ray Gomes was in the chats, actually, like, he's family with me, right? But we always have this damn argument, okay? okay. All time. And I don't want a PWI Reagan. I want all time. 14? All time. Is The Rock in your top five? No. In my top five. And I five. love The Rock. No. Everybody in the comments, is The Rock out of every single wrestling promotion in your top five of all time? We just want to know. I just want a yes or no. No offense, because I am a huge rock fan. I've been a fan of him for years, like before Kofi was even Jamaican. But honestly, as much as I love The Rock, yes, he's great at promos. Yes, he was good in the ring. Charisma over everybody else. I don't know. I can't. I can't put him in my top five. Yeah, game promo wise. I'm a wrestling fan. Like I enjoy what goes on in the ring. Yes, he is entertaining in the ring. But when, for me, it's bell to bell. And as good as The Rock is, I'm sorry. No, I can't put him in my top five. 
Ray, there you go, bro. No offense. Argument, sir. Yeah, I, I agree with Gabe. Promo-wise, yes. you know, when you're coming in, you should be watching The Rock's promo tapes. Oh, yeah, he's great. That's somebody uh, you should be, wa- uh, you, you, you know, you should be watching his promo tapes. You should be watching, you know, somebody like him, somebody like Ric Flair, some, you know. But in-ring-wise, he... He was Pro- average. Promo-wise, top five easily. Easily. But easily top five. In, in top three. Ring, he's, in, yeah. And think about it. I mean, he, there you go. You got Flair, he was Dusty. Not, he, he was not technical at all. Heyman. Dusty, you got Heyman up there, Rock too. Rock in the ring had no technical prowess whatsoever. The man could barely lock on a submission hole. His sharpshooter was ugly. He could sharpshooter was ugly. Yeah, he could, yeah, he could sell a stunner like, <laughs> like nobody's business. Yeah, no, he could sell and everything. But in the ring-wise, he was average. He wasn't... You know, he wasn't a high flyer. He wasn't a technician. His finishing move was an elbow. At the end, yeah. It was the an elbow. people's elbow. elbow. <laughs> it wasn't just any ordinary elbow. But, yeah, <laughs> but when it came to going out there and talking, you could sit there and listen to The Rock do a fucking tw- a 20, 30-minute promo. I love it. I, I'm so, I am so reading. Can, can, I, can I please? This is great. Ray Gomes, top five. Number one, The Rock. Number two, The Rock. Number three. The Rock. Number four, The Rock. Number five, some guy named Roman. The GOAT. <coughs> Good old GOAT. Damn. Tom Brady? Gotta, gotta get my skill. Well, don't you fucking dare. All right? Never forget. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> How's Cam's surgery, by the way? Cam will be ready by training camp. Good. Y'all heard about, I know we're not, I know we're a wrestling podcast, but y'all heard about Flacco? He went to Ray no. Gomes' team. Woo, Broncos. Ray, Ray's crying, by the way. Just it's so still going to suck. He's crying inside. <laughs> His teams, since Peyton Manning's retired, quarterback, have been, oh. Yeah, Brock Osweiler. Brock. Casey, yeah, Sanchez you know, for a little bit, right? Who's the fuck? What's that rookie thing that they drafted who was god Trevor Simeon. Oh, Trevor. Oh, oh my God. Oh. First of all, the name. <laughs> with a last name, Simeon. You should have already known that was going to be a bad one. You know what's a great last name? Bugenhagen. <laughs> Over as fuck. Never forget. If y'all think I'm joking, I'm te- go. I'm posting that shit on Wrestling Fantasy Warfare for anybody who is there. I'm posting that video. You guys will love it. All right, guys. But we got to wrap this up. We are way over time. Wow. Yeah. But this is actually fucking ridiculously fun. Carl Victor, shout outs to y'all. Um, yes. And by the way, Carl, I did not forget. Us three will be whooping your two ass when Mortal Kombat 11 comes out. Preach. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, we got to get into some final thoughts. Who wants to go first? Raise your hand. Come on, Richie. No, I'll go first. All right, All right uh, really quickly, before we begin, uh, I want to say thank you to everybody who's actually watching us on our live stream right now. Uh, it's really fun. This is our first actual live stream aside from what Codex does. We're still a work in progress. I will figure out this computer shit shortly, and trust me, it will come out a lot better. And yes, Carl, Bugenhagen voice all day long. Um, but no, my final thought for this week is going to be on a company that I think is doing all the things right right now in professional wrestling. That company being the National Wrestling Alliance. Yes, I know a lot of people are going to say they don't have a TV show. They don't have merch. Where the hell can you even watch them? They're creating a buzz right now with Billy Corgan, who, as some some people may know, who may or may not have watched Impact... Um, he was there funding. It used to come on Thursdays on Spike. I don't know what the fuck it is now. I think it's on Twitch. You mean the? But well, you can ask about thirteen thousand people. people yeah. Oh man, we forgot to bring that up. We did. Uh, oh. 
But no, no, no. Uh, the NWA, yes, yes, Gabe. Uh, the NWA is definitely making a comeback right now. Um, they're doing what I think is very smart business for them based on the fact that they don't have a TV deal. They have a guy who is currently their world's heavyweight champion in Nick Aldis, who is literally traveling around the world, taking on any and every great competitor out there, putting that belt on the line like they used to do back in the old days. And he's creating a buzz around that title. They were very, very smart with capitalizing with the all-in guys and getting that match with Cody and Aldis and actually putting eyes back on that title to make it seem somewhat relevant. Now that Aldis is champion again, He's going out and he's accepting challenges from everybody. Plus, they have the Crockett Cup coming back. And on that same exact night, originally, it was supposed to be, I guess, Aldis and Marty Skrull teaming up to compete in the tournament. Mm -hmm. Now, it's going to be Marty Skrull versus Nick Aldis for the title that night. So, Marty Skrull's kind of keeping his buzz going while all elites going on and his contract's waiting to come up. Um they have a great guy with their, I think, I believe it's the North American Championship, similar to what NXT has. Same, it's funny too, because it's a red belt. They have a great guy in Willie Mack with that title. And if you guys don't know who Willie Mack is, YouTube him, Google him. The guy is awesome. For He's like a black version of Samoa Joe. In other words, me. Um, <laughs> but no, no. Well, Willie Mack is awesome, man. And his story is so good from a guy who was like, no family, homeless, living in cars and park benches to now holding a title with a... I know it's not as super prestigious as, you know, the WWE IC title, but the guy's making a name for himself. And coming back with this Crockett Cup, anybody who's an old school wrestling fan from like the late WCW days and the Georgia days, they know about the Crockett Cup. They're going back to North Carolina. I believe it's 36 teams that they're going to have in this tournament, and they're representing tag team wrestling. Which we see on Mondays and Tuesdays as kind yes, of a if joke. You, if you watch WWE product, you don't know what tag team wrestling is. Pretty much. No offense, but... Is that when they get like two people to hug it out and then become tag team champions? Kind of like that, yeah. Oh, okay. Sort of like the revival. Yeah, <laughs> you, those guys. you know, two uh, dope boys that do gay porn? I yeah. didn't say that. But, I mean, but, but when, we talk, when we talk on the show about like alternatives and there's a lot of things you can and can't watch and things that you should go out of your way to try to find to check out... Go on YouTube and watch the NWA 10 pounds, uh, 10 pounds of Gold series. They do some of the greatest like in-depth documentaries out there in professional wrestling. They tell great stories. They tell you the history of these titles. Things that you know people thought were dead are starting to come back alive again. And as a wrestling fan, I think it's beautiful. And I think it's something that if you guys get a chance, check it out. And that's my final rant for this week. Nice. All right. I'm not actually watching <laughs> All right. all right, tonight I want everybody to think a little bit. Think. I'm going to leave you all with a question. Okay, we're hearing all this hey say and all this buzz that the women will be the main event of WrestleMania. Deservedly so. Now, we all know the history of Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. We all know Vince McMahon and how he is a sexist. How he 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 grew. He comes from a time where women were still in the kitchen cooking. Okay, you can't unteach that. He he's old. Okay, do we really believe that he's going to let the females main event mania? And I'm not talking because right now all they're saying is, "Oh, I'm the main event." I'm the, but they're referring to it as a main event. Yeah. Okay, the main event of mania is the last match that goes on. The closes the show with the winner standing tall with Pyro going off. Do we really believe that Vince is going to let the females close his baby? His pride and joy, his everything. 
Because this Mania is Vince's baby. Okay? He has three children. Shane, Steph, and WrestleMania. Okay? Do we really believe that he's he's going to... And then on top of that, you got to think about it. Brock Lesnar is a diva. Do you think Brock Lesnar is going to take a back seat to the females? Even if he's told that he has to drop the belt to Seth Rollins, do you think he's going to do it second to last? Hell no. Brock will throw that belt in Vince's face and be like, throw your own match on. Again? Again. Okay. <laughs> okay. So if you really... Yes, it's going to be referred to as a main event, but I'm telling you right now, it's not going to close the show. I do not... If it does, then Steph pulled some fucking major strings backstage. Triple H literally locked him in a closet and changed the whole card. Okay, they, they, they booked his flight and they made it and they booked it to the wrong location. Okay, they purposely left Vince out of Mania because I don't feel that they, they're going to close the show. The show is not going to end with Becky standing tall with Pyros. They're working that story now where it's going to be Seth Rawlings closing that show, standing triumphantly. And I would not be surprised if you don't see Roman Reigns come out at the end to try He's to give him there. that extra rub. He's going to be there. I honestly think He's going to be there, but I think they're going to throw him out there at the end to give him that extra rub and everything too. Like, honestly, you know, you did it. I think it's going to be the final reunion of the Shield. If Ambrose is gone, yeah, you have that moment. Last time you see the three of them together for a long time, man. Moment. Yeah. And we all know that, you know, Ambrose will go off script. No, so. Jen, don't doubt that Brock cares. It's not that Brock doesn't care. It's that Brock's a diva, and Brock's going to want that spotlight. He always wants. Like, why do you think he only shows up for the big pay per views? He doesn't even show up for them half the time. Okay, he he. Okay, when he shows up for Raw, it looks like the the his body language alone just screams, "Why the fuck am I here?" Literally, he has said that. Okay, like. Give me a steak, yeah, yeah. rare. <laughs> exactly. So you really think he's not going to take a back seat to the females? Okay, Brock's just one of those types that he's going to want the spotlight. You know, I wouldn't be surprised he's bitching up a storm talking about he's got to drop the belt. Mm. Okay, because at this point, it's going to literally come down to, like I said, Seth is going to sell his soul to Vince, and Vince is going to screw Brock in order to get that belt because that's they're going to have to do a Montreal screw job on him. I hope they don't go that at this at this I point. Hope they, I hope people not. will actually gain respect for Brock Lesnar's last run. Yeah, but yeah, think about that. You, you know, I've been thinking about that for the last few days. I do not feel that Vince is going to let them close the show. They're going to be a main of a main event, mm -hmm. but they're not going to be the main event. All right. All right. No matter what iteration of the match we have, which is one on one, triple threat, whichever, the women will not be the last thing we see on WrestleMania. Which is sad because this we've been waiting for this in Survivor Series. Yeah, they they deserve it. You know, I would yeah. I would not be against it. It's just that the man in charge is he's so old school and still stuck in his old school ways that you know even now he's slowly chipping. You know they're slowly chipping away at him, getting the more women exposure and getting them a pay per view and everything like that. But man, I, I can imagine how much they got to beat him down backstage mm -hmm. in order for him to because. Just remember, a few years ago, women would literally go out there in your bras and panties and have a pillow fight. Go out and get kicked out of the ring by Michael Cole. Hey, exactly. You, yeah. you're, you're you remember that? That, that women's NXT, ooh, that was hard. That was literally, hard. literally, a few, uh, you know, just a few years ago, we were like, why do they even bother having women wrestle? Mm. You know, till now where it's like, 
most of Raw is women wrestling. The best parts of Raw are the women's matches. You know, and it's just, that is waking up the fucking men. But story-wise, I feel that after what happened with Seth's promo, they're building it up to where Steph stands tall at the end. Pyro going off. You know, like you said, maybe the last Shield reunion and everything. Hell, they might even have the whole fucking goddamn roster out there clapping away on the stage like, yes, finally, we get to compete for something worthwhile instead of just being out there. Mm. But, yeah, that's what I'm leaving off. All right. Okay. You got Goldie with you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest sports entertainer. Okay. And Goldie. The guy coming for his title. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. It's fucking hilarious. I pulled right. it over. All right, guys. Before I do go into my final rant, I just something that we need to touch on that we did not touch on. Oh, world. yeah. The world of wrestling did lose a big piece. Um, mm. Pedro Morales is gone. The very first Triple Crown champion in WWE history. Did not Yeah. No. Very first Triple Crown champion. Oh. Technically, so, he was the first foreigner to. I mean, he's from Puerto Rico, but he was from technically the first foreigner to actually win the WWE Championship. I want to say. So we're going to go ahead and say uh, rest in peace, Pedro Morales, and uh, my condolences to his family and friends. Yes. Yes. All right. And we gotta have one more final rant. That be me. First of all, I would like to say, um, as much as I appreciate Anchor giving us our first step, fuck you. We ain't <laughs> on you no more. All right? It'll never happen again, damn it. We're never going to have to hear Brian in the middle of his very fucking wise uh, description of something say, and you know what else is going to... No. Or when I was about to say Roman, Wayne, Roman Reigns was going to beat Brock Lesnar. And then you just cut right top off. right off. We, Shout out to Eddie for picking up and stride. Just gonna leave Eddie, me hanging. Eddie's gonna leave me hanging. Eddie's gonna leave me hanging. <laughs> or me yelling at Mark. Or me cursing out Mark Henry, and then and then we, we have to edit out the rest. Even though that didn't end on a good note, it did. But fuck you, anchor. All right, we are done with you. Hey guys, you guys can make money. All you have to do is get a million fucking views, and you can get ten cents. Fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> all right. I couldn't believe that one. I was like, really? Behind the scenes. I was like, really? Behind the scenes, ladies. Let me have a fuck. Fucking put that shit up and like, yeah, great. We have to have commercials. Half of people listening to us and stop fucking listening after the first one. I stopped watching shit as soon as an ad pops up. <laughs> you too bad. Dude, that skip ad button was the best invention. I'm sorry. Why the fuck are there ads on Facebook videos? Why? It has a little yellow dot. Yeah, yeah. little dot. You see it coming. You're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't get through any videos anymore. Because oh, the second the ad comes out, I'm like, fuck this, man. Yes, Gabe. For only 10 cents, you can <laughs> feed this child. <laughs> But um, for a dollar fifty, you can find No Way Jose. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know we spent a lot of time in WWE, but a lot of people actually, you know, that's is what that's what they know. They don't expand out. I didn't expand out for a while until I actually opened up my mind and actually started watching all the promotions. And to tell you the truth, there are so many better than WWE out there. The promotions actually listen to their fans, give them good matches, won't have you know their head CEO all up in the videos. You know, anyway. <laughs> That's right, Gabe. Dominican power, man. I want no way Jose to get a shot. 
point, point um, to make. I got to tell you, man, I've been going back and forth all day in the Wrestling Fantasy Warfare group with a bunch of people about um, the whole AEW starting thing and how people were not expecting a lot of that. And um, I don't want to name his name. However, I got to let you know the, the history between me and this gentleman. This gentleman is a Carolina Panther fan who gave up on my team mid-fucking season and said that he wanted to be a Chicago Bear fan. This is a man who said that the AEW, because it's not popular amongst the common fans, will not succeed. They just sold out fucking MGM in Las Vegas in four minutes, and most of the people who bought the tickets didn't know who was on the card. They just knew that it was going to be something fresh, new, and it's going to have the number one wrestler in the world, me and Kenny Omega, on that. That meant that Vince McMahon gave a blank check, and he still still said fucking turn down. <laughs> what, what did they have at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada, if you don't mind me asking? What was there? I don't know. It, 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 something called the UFC? Was it there? Yeah, they have UFC. And I think boxing. Boxing? Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather. I know him. You mean the man that charges $10,000 for a ticket to fight against fucking Conor McGregor? I guess. That, that, that guy? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just a, a small venue. That's all it is. Small you place. Know? It's Barely 6,000 6, people that yeah. would be in there. You know, but anyway, if you don't think that they're coming in here and they actually know what they're doing, then damn it, it's going to be fucking on you. They are going to have a show. If you watch the All In review, that was fucking great. Minus the dick droids. I could have definitely <laughs> did without the dick droids. Come on. <laughs> Something for everybody. Listen, man. It was bad enough I had to watch his erection rise when he recited that in himself. His, re- his resurrection. <laughs> yes, man. All right. We- Leave the king of dog style. <laughs> hey, he likes us on Twitter. Shout out to uh, you, man. But I shout out to Joey Ryan, famous clip wrestler. I could have done without you. But uh, anyway, if you don't think that the AEW are going to be even worth your time, then stop watching wrestling. I hate to put it like that, but damn it, if you're scared to watch another promotion only because Vince McMahon isn't associated with it, it's on you. You're fucking complaining every single week about how terrible Raw is. You're complaining every single pay-per-view about how it wasn't better than NXT, but you are sitting there putting that bullshit excuse that it's not for the common fan as your reason to not watch it, then I guess you're one of those common fucking fans. End of discussion. In other words, do not be a WWE loyalist puppet. <laughs> Damn, we went the entire episode without him saying that once. One fucking time, shit. All right, guys, but again, thank you very much for listening to us, Pam. And I told you we were going to be more entertaining than Raw, and we have some comments on this motherfucker. <laughs> Shout out to everybody who tuned in and commented, man. You guys are riot. You guys are fucking awesome. Thank you, guys. It is 1223 at nighttime right now. I got to be school night. on a school night. I got I got to be I up got at, kids. I got to be right. up at five in the morning. And I'm going I'm going back to work after my little knee mishap. But no, seriously, thank you guys for all watching us, man. We truly do appreciate it. Um, like like Kyle said, the, the anchor thing was kind of shit, but it's better for us to actually do this with you guys. We are gonna have this in audio form too. Um, they will be posted in specific uh, different places eventually. But for right now, we really do appreciate having you guys on our on our stream right now, watching with us, interacting with us, and we love it. It makes it so much more fun for the three of us. Sorry for this, guys, but I'm not going to accept this crap from a Saints fan. Uh-oh. The man who was boycotting the Super Bowl is not going to tell me that he's going <laughs> to give up on my team pre-fucking season. You gave up on your Super Bowl. I'm not watching the Super Bowl. I'm going to watch last year's. How'd that work out for you? Uh, anyway. 
<laughs> it's a good thing I'm a Patriots fan. You know, we don't have those problems. Yeah, nah, we we win yeah. rings. You know, like our like our team won the Super Bowl, right? I'm saying, yeah. I, last I checked, we won the Super Bowl. You know, like like, like a week or so ago. It was like yeah, a week exactly, ago, right? You know. How many times have we been there? You know, to this point now, it's just you know, it's common nature, it's just second nature for us in New England. You know, not two, not three, not four, not five. You know what I'm saying? We got <laughs> six now. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys done? Yeah, yeah, we're almost done. <laughs> almost. Shout out to Edelman MVP. <laughs> Didn't say that last week. Shout out to Edelman. Yes, we are taking a minute to gloat. <laughs> All right, you come back here. We're done. All right, cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady's the goal and Jinder Mahal does not deserve number 14. You would have to start out with that Tom Brady bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you guys next week. Same location. Make sure you tune in. Share us. Let your friends see what we're like. We're entertaining. I promise you we're more entertaining than Raw. Damn it, we are. Have a good night, everybody. See you next week. Later, Later, everybody.